0: Chair, I'm ready when you are. Good
1: evening, everyone. Uh, I wanna welcome everyone to the special um, meeting uh, here in December. Today is December 4th, 2023. Uh, Just in case folks didn't get it, it seems like people are doing it, but can you, if you wanna speak, if you can um, please make sure that not only do you take a card, but you fill it out and return it. So we'll be able to do that. All right so um the first thing we do is roll call
0: yes uh vice chair albert present Elkstrand. here johnson here commissioner kelly will not be joining us this evening marrero here martinak here here. here. you could turn your microphones on thank you walker here simon weisberg here we have a quorum Great. Thank you.
1: Uh, the next thing we do is a land acknowledgement. And that can we go ahead and read that.
2: The Berkeley Rent Stabilization Board recognizes that the rental housing units we regulate are built on the territory of the Huchun, the ancestral and unceded land of the Chochenyo-speaking Alone people, the ancestors and descendants of the sovereign Verona Band of Alameda County. This land was and continues to be of great importance to all of the Alone tribes and descendants of the Verona Band. As we begin our meeting tonight, we acknowledge and honor the original inhabitants of Berkeley the documented 5,000 year history of a vibrant community at the West Berkeley Shell Mound, and the Ohlone people who continue to reside in the East Bay. We recognize that Berkeley's landlords and tenants have and continue to benefit from the use and occupation of this unceded stolen land since the City of Berkeley's incorporation in 1878 and since the Rent Stabilization Board's creation in 1980. As stewards of the laws regulating rental housing, it is not only vital that we recognize the history of this land, but also recognize that the Ohlone people are present members of Berkeley and other East Bay communities today. Thank you.
1: The next stage in the um, meeting is that we will go to approve the agenda as is. Uh, Can I get a motion? So moved. Second somebody want a second
3: second
0: second okay. I'm sorry was that commissioner Morgan? I think
1: Commissioner Walker oh Walker I'm
0: seeing it first
1: okay so uh can we take
0: a, a just a voice vote I think okay so approving the agenda as written voice vote all in favor aye, aye. aye. opposed abstentions motion carries great
1: um so now we are going to, be, to begin public comment. Um we will first go to the um members of the the audience that are here in in the room and then we will go to those um, online. Um we are we usually give 2 minutes we're going to be also giving 2 minutes tonight. And um we are not we're only doing uh, comment that are that's on the agenda. Um I know that before there we usually have Things that aren't on the agenda and things that are on the agenda. We are only doing things that are on the agenda tonight because it's a special meeting. All right, um, we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, Russell Bates. Yeah. Hang on one second. We're apparently having a mic issue. Um, and just to, you know, sometimes you go to a meeting and you'll be able to comment again later, this is gonna be the one opportunity. So please um, make your way to the front to fill out a blue card if you did wanna speak tonight.
4: Hello, 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 testy, testy, testy. Talking about my attitude, testy, testy. Uh, Russell Bates here, uh, I've lived in Berkeley 50 years. Uh, and um in december of 2001 i converted although it's known as reverted uh to islam um so i have a particular strong opening in my heart towards the people of islam to muslims to palestinians to arabs to anti-zionist jewish to anybody who thinks for themselves. There's two things within this that I have a problem with, and I could see them eliminated. And one is whereas as many as 200,000 Israelis have fled or evacuated towns bordering Gaza and Lebanon, I can care less about what happened to the Israelis in the Zionist entity. They're living on stolen land. They shouldn't be there. All Zionists should be leaving the Zionist entity. Anti Zionists, fine. Jewish, Muslim, Christian, stay. But those who feel superior to others which is what zionism is about they gotta go they gotta go and also this part that says um berkeley mint board calls on all people to recognize the master state of israel distinct that's putting them on an equal balance there israel is backed by the u.s with u.s bombs being dropped by u.s planes piloted by u.s trained israeli pilots uh it's not an equal thing at all um i support hamas i support islamic jihad i support popular front for the liberation of palestine the resistance fighters for palestine that's it that's it and you might tell the you might tell genocide jesse that we're going to be at the meeting tomorrow night too and we'll be there until the city council of the city of berkeley passes a Similar to this. This is this is pretty good. It's not perfect, like I said, but it's it's pretty damn good. And I thank you for that. Thank, thank you, you very much.
1: Um, Nakian uh, Fayazi, and then uh, Chloe Shadri, if you can get online as well, and Sarah Ahmed.
5: Hi, uh, my name is Nikon. I um, spoke at the. Last meeting, uh, encouraging you guys to uh, call the special meeting and vote for the ceasefire resolution. And I'm very glad that this has happened. Um, I didn't write something because uh, I know you guys are almost all have expressed support for it already. So I don't need to convince anyone. (laughs) I just wanted to thank you all for um, calling this meeting and and those who uh, sponsored the resolution. Um, I think it's a great resolution. I'm appreciative of how comprehensive it is. Um, and, uh, and appreciative that it is very explicit in not only calling for a ceasefire, but also calling for, you know, things like ending USA to Israel and ending the occupation and things like that. Um, and I hope this vote can be unanimous. I uh, think that would definitely send a a particularly strong message. Um, and I'm glad that. When this passes, you guys can connect the progressive belt of Richmond to Oakland, which have already, of course, passed uh, ceasefire resolutions in their city council. So thank you.
1: Thank you.
6: Chloe? My yeah, thank you. My name is Chloe Chaudry. I am a resident of Berkeley, and I thank you for allowing me to speak. And I'm very glad to hear that. Uh, hopefully, mostly the people on the Renton board are in support of a ceasefire. Um, I'm speaking to all of you. I'm speaking to anyone who's listening. I'm speaking to anyone whose heart is open. Um, I am here today to call on all of us to do everything we can for a permanent ceasefire. We may be able to count the men, women, and children who have been killed and displaced in the last two months, but we can't count the pain and the loss. Take a moment to think about your family. I'm thinking about mine. Grandparents, parents, aunts and uncles, cousins, children. May God protect every one of them. In Palestine, full families are being wiped out with a single bomb strike. We have multiple Palestinian community members here in the Bay Area who have lost in one case over 70 family members and in another over 100. So I am a Jewish convert to Islam. My great aunts and uncles were killed in the pogroms in Eastern Europe. Anti-Semitism is hatred or violence against Jews or Judaism condemning the Israeli government's genocidal actions is absolutely not anti-Semitic. So I call on all of us to do everything we can to stand up for truth and to call for a ceasefire with our pens, our voices, our ballots, and especially with our hearts. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Sarah Ahmed?
7: Hello. Thank you. Can I start now? Mm Cool. Cool. Uh, Many of you here, I'm sure, are parents, and I'm sure every night you tuck your kids into bed knowing that you'll be able to repeat this routine the next night and the night after that. Do you know what Palestinian parents have? Instead, they have body bags. They are burying their children in groves. Yet we treat the word ceasefire like it's dirty. But do you know what's dirty? The hearts of those who look the other way at genocide. The hearts of those who look the other way. Berkeley has a history of being anti apartheid. For example, it divested from South Africa, apartheid South Africa in 1979. So we have a precedent for peace. We cannot be silent, and you cannot be silent. We demand a resolution, a resolution, excuse me. But even more than that, this is the rent board, right? We care about housing, we care about the idea that. Our zip code means so much to our safety, our sanity, our livelihoods. Right now, Palestinian houses, buildings, homes, they're all being bombed. They have nothing and nowhere to go. So I look to you all and think that you all have such a huge voice in Berkeley and how people get to live their lives here. Why shouldn't we extend the idea of peace and the idea that everyone deserves a home across um, to Palestine? Thank you. Thank you.
8: Um, Haseeb Chaudhry. Hi, my name is Haseeb Chaudhry, and I'm a Berkeley resident for over 30 years now. And uh, I would like to thank the opportunity to speak. Um, I mean, I don't have any uh, long speech to, I mean, prepared remarks, but I just wanted to thank the, the board to, you know, for hopefully passing this resolution. and. Uh, also, ceasefire is one thing, but I mean, as a Berkeley resident and a, a citizen of this country, I feel like we need to really, you know, a, you know, raise our voices against war. War is not the answer, and we have seen people fighting for 70 years in in Middle East right now, the the Israelis and Palestinians. It has not solved anything. So the the war is not the answer. Killing innocent people is not the answer. So people need to sit down and talk and come to a resolution. And as a, as an American, as a Berkeley resident, you know, we have a responsibility and duty to make uh, to put, uh, fulfill our uh, duty to raise our voices because a lot of our tax dollars are going to fund this war. Again, the war is not the answer, and I hope that uh, as a as a Berkeley resident and as a board, uh, what you guys are doing is is, is, a, is a you know I'm really heartened by that, and I, it makes me proud to be a Berkeley resident. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Sandra Nasser, and then um, Nader Kuri or Kursi, and
9: Samira Khan. Hello. I want to thank Rent Board Chair Leah Simon Weisberg, and any other board member who supports and calls for a ceasefire in Gaza and anywhere in the world. It mind-boggling that doing so is even slightly controversial. No matter what you believe about the ongoing Palestinian-Israeli conflict, to demand that the killing of innocent civilians stop is the only side to stand with. To obstruct this humanitarian call For a ceasefire resolution means that you stand with the ongoing horror, that you wish to see more innocent lives, families, babies, perish. The Palestinians have endured thousands of October 7th for over 75 years. Yet our propaganda machine continues to inundate us with the suffering of the Israeli people, as if they are the ones who have had bombs rain on them 24 seven for the past two months, killing them in the tens of thousands. Finally, I would like to end by quoting the Israeli journalist, Gidon Levy. He said, there was never in history an occupation in which the occupiers presented themselves as the victims. Thank you. Thank you.
10: Another?
11: My name is Nader Curry. I'm a retired City of Berkeley employee and consider it to be a duty to stand here and advocate with you for peace in the Holy Land. I support this ceasefire resolution for several reasons. I support it because I want to stop the ongoing genocide in Gaza. I support this resolution because I do not want my tax dollars going to the Israeli government that uses this hard-earned money to colonize, murder, and terrorize millions of Palestinians. I'm against the U.S. government transfer of weapons to the Israeli government when it is used to inflict pain and suffering upon millions of innocent people. The Wall Street Journal had an article. I read that over 26,000 bombs were delivered to Israel recently. 57,000 artillery shells were also delivered. So I support the ceasefire resolution because I oppose the settler violence, the land theft, home demolitions, collective punishment, Israeli-only roads, checkpoints, taxation without representation, and the general apartheid system of governance. I oppose it. I mean, I support this resolution because I am adamantly against the illegal administrative detention system that Israel has, where innocent Palestinians, mostly children, are held without charge for months and sometimes years without a trial. So for these reasons and more, please pass this resolution and speak truth to power.
12: Samira. Hello, I'm a student at UC Berkeley And I think the individuals who put forth this resolution, but I urge you all to pass it unanimously, demanding an immediate ceasefire and support for Palestine. Just for the sake of having it on public record, I'll say the following. We all have blood on our hands, and as an American, my taxpayer dollars are going to fund the war crimes and carpet bombing unleashed indiscriminately on the Palestinians. As a student, my tuition money is supporting the occupation and ongoing oppression of Palestinians. This is money that we could be spending and is very much needed in our communities. My question is why are we sending billions of dollars to Israel to fund their military and yes, their health care when we are not even willing to provide those basic needs for our low income and unhoused communities here. We're sending millions to bomb men, women, elderly and children, yet we're not even willing to address the inhumanity we witness daily on our streets. This did not start October 7th to say it did erases the decades of Israeli occupation and dehumanization. Let's follow the example of Oakland and Richmond city councils who've put forth resolutions calling for an immediate ceasefire and standing in solidarity with Palestine. Berkeley is a city that prides itself on social justice and advocacy and I urge you all to continue that legacy as re- as is your responsibility as representatives of this community. To call for an end i call on you to call for an end to the further devastation of life let us see what side of history you all choose to be on the side that calls for life and directs our efforts to prosperity in our community or the side that stands complacent in genocide thank you thank you um amber curry
1: leila mirem nadine uh tuka
13: Hello, I am a Bay Area resident, a Palestinian American nurse that serves Alameda County residents, and I strongly support the board's adoption of this resolution. I want to thank each member of the board who drafted and sponsored this powerful resolution, as what is being done to the Palestinians in Gaza is beyond a nightmare for any person who cares about human life. Israel has been bombing hospitals, ambulances, schools, churches since October 7th, Israel has killed over 20,000 Palestinians and that doesn't include those still stuck under the rubble. Israel has erased hundreds of bloodlines. I am so disheartened that we all even have to be here today begging the community and the world repeatedly for something as simple as a ceasefire, something as simple as a plea to stop the imminent erasure of a people, to stop the raining of bombs and white phosphorus on a population that consists of 50% children. As a nurse I've been horrified with the response of those in power. This is not a complicated issue, This is not a political issue or a war. This is a human rights emergency, a genocide that our tax dollars are funding. And I have seen firsthand daily in my work that this money needs to stay in our community. I am therefore urging each of you to please continue to use your voice and power to pass this resolution and take a stand against our continued funding of these human rights violations and atrocities. Thank you all would you mind um, I just need to get your name so I know who just
14: spoke what was your name Layla that's me my name is Layla I'm a PhD student at Cal where I focus on the Middle East I also stand before you as a representative of UC Berkeley's graduate students for justice in Palestine and I'm a resident of Berkeley I'm speaking with you today to encourage you to pass this ceasefire resolution and to take steps to recognize the tremendous and imbalanced pain Palestinians have been put through. It should be evident that passing this resolution through the rent board is far from unrelated to its mission and its projected purpose. Palestine is not an issue for Palestinians alone. It is a litmus test for every social justice movement, including housing rights. To this day, Palestinians hold on to their keys, hoping one day to return to their homes. In fact, Palestinians in this very community are among this group. As it stands, Israel has displaced hundreds of thousands of Palestinians with numbers increasing by the hour. I implore you to pass this resolution, as I believe you will, and honor Berkeley's United Against Hate Week. Pass this resolution to demonstrate that your land acknowledgement is more than a performative gesture. Pass this resolution and show that you stand with the oppressed. Pass this resolution to signal to our other politicians that if they continue to close their ears to us, they will reap the consequences. Pass this resolution and pass this test, a test to be on the right side of history. Thank you for your time and Free Palestine.
15: My name is Nadine. Um, So I'm a Palestinian woman, and more than half of Gaza's homes have been destroyed or damaged in Israel's attack on the besieged enclave since early October. But a house is supposed to be safe, and no one is safe in Gaza. Entire families have been wiped out. In the West Bank, Palestinian homes are being bulldozed. And again, home is supposed to be a safe haven. So I want to thank the board for bringing this resolution forward and urge each each of you to vote yes on the resolution tonight. It means the world to us. I cannot tell you it is not just a symbolic thing that you will do tonight. It will reassure your community that we care about our children. We care about our community. To obstruct the demand for a ceasefire tonight would mean you support the senseless killing of children like Alma, who cried and cried to rescuers to save her family, to save her family over herself. Tareem, who was killed by Israeli airstrikes. And I'm sure we're all very familiar with the images of her grandfather holding her. These are the children that are the victims of this war. We all have blood on our hands and it is our responsibility to speak up and speak up and say enough is enough. We do not want to pay for this war and we will not do so anymore. So please do the right thing tonight. And I will just someone mentioned earlier. Palestinians do have the keys to their home. In fact, my great-grandmother still has the key to her home when she was expelled from Palestine back in 1948. So again, this is not symbolism tonight. This is about people's lives and their family lineage. So thank you. Thank you. No,
16: not yet.
17: Tuca? Hello, my name is Tuca and I'm here as a public health practitioner and someone that is encouraging you to vote for health and speak for health. As an elected governing council member of the American Public Health Association, last month we passed a resolution calling for an immediate and lasting ceasefire. The House and Rent Stabilization Board is rooted in public health and the work you do is imperative in supporting the public health of your constituents. But it is also a larger movement for public health in the actions that you take today. I support resolution 2330, and I encourage you to vote in support of it as well, um, because we deserve the right to life. And individuals that are impacted by this policy are not just within Palestine, but within Berkeley as well. I think a, a very important part of this policy that is also to be reiterated is that discrimination in housing against tenants or applicants on the basis of race, religion, creed, heritage, or national origin is illegal and will not be tolerated. And that is a key element of this revolution as well. So not only does this impact Berkeley, but it does have ripple effects across the country and across the world. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Um, Parth Chopra. Matthew Lewis, and Moni Law.
18: Parth Chopra.
19: Uh, Good evening, Commissioners. Uh, My name is Matthew Lewis. I'm a proud Berkeley Jew a uh, proud member of East Bay DSA the Democratic Socialists of America uh i'm not speaking on behalf of DSA tonight though DSA is in strong support of resolutions such as this as a jew and more importantly as a human being i urge you to vote yes on this resolution i also want to speak briefly directly to commissioner elkstrand when you were att- when you were attempting to receive the berkeley uh yeah. rent Board Hang comm- on a
1: second. Can you just ju- speak to us? And we're not taking any attacks on anybody.
19: I'm not trying to attack anybody. But when Commissioner Elkstrand, I would like to have my t- time. I lost is now back. When Commissioner Elkstrom was seeking the support of the Berkeley Rent Board Commission, um, the Berkeley Tenants Union, East Bay DSA and lots of other organizations in 2020, he stated at the Berkeley Rent Board Commission candidate interviews that if P- Palestine resolution came to the board, he would he would vote for it. He also stated that if the mayor um, told him not to vote for something um, because it would hurt his politi- the mayor's political career. He would still vote for it. But since but since then we've seen him uh, okay, defend. So we're the, not here to, to criticize I'm, any I'm not, of the individual. Leah, please people. let me finish. He since then he's defended the mayor's trip to Israel and was the only commissioner not to speak in support of uh, at the last meeting in support of Palestine. We, you have a choice today. Will you will you break your word and support? genocide, or will you or will you honor your word and do the right thing by voting for this resolution? The only acceptable answer is to keep your word, to vote yes. I urge you and everybody else on this body to vote in favor of it. To not support this resolution, including to abstain, is not neutrality. Rather, it is an endorsement of status quo, an endorsement of genocide and apartheid. Everyone on this body, regardless of whether or not their paycheck depends on it, has an obligation to vote yes. To do anything less would be a Shonda, which is uh, either Hebrew or Yiddish for a shame. Solidary forever yeah, from the yes. river to sea, Palestine will be free.
20: I don't know this young man's name, but he just offered to... Yes. Thank you, Park Chopra. Good evening, commissioners. I speak to you as a personal capacity, not in my position where I'm employed, not to be mentioned. Um, I am a resident of Berkeley. I am a Cal alum. I am a peace activist since 1977 and a mother since 1991. I stand before you to also implore you to support the ceasefire resolution, as did the black churches in a New York Times ad that my pastor Mike McBride submitted and gathered thousands of signatures, myself among them. As a peace activist, I supported the fight against the Vietnam War, even though I was 16 or 17 years old. I also supported anti-apartheid as a student at Berkeley and fought to have divestment and we won. I also fought against the Iraq War. So fighting with peace is the right hand to hold in this instance and in others. I really enjoy the opportunity to speak about peace because right now the war is breaking my heart. I go to sleep at night, unable to sleep. I try not to look at the videos that show the bodies dismembered by the bombs that I'm paying for with my tax dollars. I try not to absorb all of that and instead reflect light. And I think that's what you can do tonight. In addition, you are aware of 70 journalists who've been killed, doctors who have been killed, nurses who have been killed, babies and their mothers and their grandparents and their uncles and their aunts who have been killed, and that can stop. We also need to make sure that there's food, medicine, water getting in, which it is not again, it stopped again at the border. I have friends who are Palestinian, I have friends who are Jewish and Israeli. I talked to someone in Israel just recently. No one is safe when the war is continuing. Ceasefire is essential. And finally, I do have two more minutes, thank you. Maybe I won't rush as much as I normally do. International law does require proportionality. As a lawyer for 25 years doing state and federal law, law has a purpose. And there are laws that are in play here, being violated and time will tell as it did with the United States, as we know in Iraq, Abu Ghraib, anybody remember the prisons that people were tortured in by our own soldiers? That that was wrong. I know veterans here who have fought in the war and are now peace activists. So we all need to see history and perspective and also know doing the right thing has ramifications into the future. The densely populated areas that we're talking about, and I wear the keffiyeh, with respect and solidarity for my brothers and sisters in Palestine. My son was hired by Palestinian uh, employers who called him their nephew. He wasn't related, but he was 14, his first job in Seattle. I have Jewish friends who are um, in, like I said, in Israel, but also Palestinian Christians who were airlifted out of Palestine recently during this conflict. And it has been going on for a number of years, and I'm trying to learn. We should all just learn and not have closed minds. I'm never one to say hateful things about anyone, and it is not anti-Semitic to criticize Netanyahu and the Israeli Defense Forces. It also is our duty, I think, as Berkeleyans, because that is who Berkeley is, right? We stand out, and we do what's not necessarily popular at the time. There are council members, I got their newsletters, calling for people to call in today to ask you to oppose this resolution. I think the other nice thing I want to point out to everyone that may not have read this, that you're also asking for housing for displaced Ukrainian, Israeli, and Palestinian refugees from this horror, and allowing landlords to temporarily provide housing as we have done during the fires, during other natural disasters um, in uh, New Orleans. And I appreciate that as well. And I'm here to speak to that. And finally, Something completely unrelated. Your time is Staffing up. Staffing at Berkeley. What? My Your time's time up? Is up. Oh, I support extra staff at Berkeley, so we could be fully staffed and not partially staffed. And fifteen thousand dollars for a temporary position is not enough. Thank you very much. Okay.
1: All right. And just in general, I would appreciate if to the extent possible we just stick to two minutes. Um, because I think it's it's important for us to hear each person's voice. Okay. What's that? What am I asking? <laughs> Sorry. Um, Eliza, uh Kazami and uh, Sadia, Angelica, and Itmar. Itamar?
21: Hi, my name is Aliza Cosme, and I'm a Berkeley tenant and an East Bay nonprofit worker. I'm also a Cal alum. I want to talk about why some of us are so insistent on the tactic of pursuing local government resolutions for a ceasefire. First, you represent us. When elected representatives see an unprecedented tidal wave of public rallying for a common cause, it's your job to listen and act accordingly. Maybe some electeds try to brush this off because they're hoping we'll get tired or overwhelmed. As you know, we will not. Not only would that go against who we are, but also this genocide is one of the most viscerally impossible to ignore and it's happening on our dime, we're therefore forced to resist being complicit local electeds can powerfully reinforce community advocacy. Your solidarity is invaluable as we continue to face growing anti Arab Islamophobic and other violently hateful dehumanization and fear mongering of all who dare to defend human dignity and freedom, including my Jewish comrades who are anti Zionist. Further, the local level of government and community is crucial for grassroots bottom up power building through narrative and culture shifting. We must think globally, while acting locally, we are and always have been an international city and region. Everyone has a stake in combating oppression, yet in order to transform systems of oppression, we need a culture shift where we develop strong and consistent leadership and people power to affect the change that we want and need. In order to get to that culture shift, we need a major narrative shift that uproots and transforms current dominant discourses that dangerously maintain mass violence against BIPOC people as status quo. Throughout history, we've heard the same lies of white supremacists claiming to be endangered by those who they are actually oppressing. They then take that claim and use it to repeatedly self-endorse crimes against humanity. We can and must break the cycle. And I echo a lot of what's already been said and really support this resolution. Thank you so much for your leadership. We will continue to do what we need to do until the inevitable, which is that Palestine will be free. Thank you.
18: Good evening, everyone. Uh, My name is Sadia, and I won't repeat what everybody else has said, but I do echo their sentiments. Um, I think, one, I want to commend you guys for um, working so quickly to get a resolution um, on the agenda, unlike other Berkeley electeds who continue to refuse uh, to listen to our constituents. But um, the thing I wanted to focus on tonight is the fact that so many Palestinians have been displaced and the fact that myself personally and in many cultures um you you know we're looking at not just displacement of housing right now in the immediate as palestinians are trying to flee but i'm also thinking as someone in our culture we see um when when people die your grave is seen as your final home it is your final resting place on this earth and so the fact that palestinians even in death are not able to rest in peace because IDF soldiers are literally robbing bodies from al-Shifa hospital. That is absolutely deplorable and it should not be happening. Palestinians are having to bury their family members in mass graves. They're having to bury their children. In bags because their bodies are being torn apart with the bombings that's been going on. And so I'm thinking about housing, not just from the perspective of those that were currently, you know, we're living in Palestine that were impacted by all of this, but even in death, they do not have that final resting place. And that's what I'm thinking about tonight. And that's what I'm hoping that you all will think about as you cast this vote. And I'm hoping that you guys will unanimously adopt this resolution tonight. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, it's Angelica and then you're
22: you're next. Hello, everyone. Um, My name is Angelica, and I'm a Cal alum and Berkeley resident for over six years. I'm also Palestinian. My family is in the West Bank. May God always protect them. First, I want to say a huge thank you to each and every one of you for putting The resolution calling for an immediate ceasefire an end to forced displacement in palestine and israel and honoring united against hate week it brings me great joy to stand before you and actually have something to talk about on the agenda just thank you guys all so much board member walker you look great tonight sporting your Kafia. thank you for the solidarity This resolution demonstrates Berkeley uniting against hate, against anti Semitism, against Islamophobia. Many people have asked me why is the rent board passing a resolution and to them, I have shared a a lot of information, but also mostly the value in voting upon this resolution is because of housing justice, as many people have mentioned. Currently, hundreds of thousands, millions of Palestinians are being displaced as their homes and beautiful neighborhoods full of history and family's memories are being bombed and destroyed. Here in a community of Berkeley residents, all of us here tonight, I think it's safe to assume we all love our homes here. We love how the trees change throughout the seasons. We love walking down Shattuck, Telegraph and College Avenue. We remember good times with our family and friends. Our animal companions know when the sun comes in for their afternoon naps in our homes. Just as we do not want any of our homes or neighborhoods bombed, the Palestinians do not either, obviously. Palestinians in Gaza and the West Bank have every right to stay in their homes, living out a happy, healthy life with their beautiful families. I know firsthand Palestinians are the most kind, generous and strong people. Innocent Israelis also have the right to live a beautiful life, just please not, on Palestinian land. I thank you for passing the ceasefire resolution tonight, hopefully. May you all be blessed and protected for your leadership. Thank you
0: so much.
23: Hello and good evening. My name is Itamar. I'm a Berkeley tenant and a Cal alum Um, and many members of my community uh, didn't want to come here tonight because they feel like the Berkeley Rent Board is unfortunately a farce. Um, I wanted to come because I think that the work of the Berkeley Rent Board is of utmost importance um, of actually um, regulating renting um, and advancing housing policy, especially during these days when housing prices are in everyone's minds and pocketbooks. Uh, the choice of this board to even take up the issue of Israel-Gaza, some of this work at risk. A uh, rent board making pronunciations on international affairs is making a caricature of itself. And I guarantee this will be used against this board and probably already has by anybody who wants to deregulate housing. Now, especially, I want to point out a few things just about this resolution. I've emailed a lot of detailed things, but just with a minute left. The one thing I found most egregious in this resolution is the explicit equivocation between Israeli hostages kidnapped often as their family members were slaughtered in cold blood in front of their eyes and comparing those hostages to Palestinian security prisoners in Israel. While there is a lot of legitimate criticism to be made of military courts in Israel to, um, to in order to free their women and toddlers, Israel was forced to free convicted, attempted murderers. And Hamas now demands, in order to free any further hostages, the freeing of just the worst of terrorists, planners and executors of vicious killings of many, many civilians. So I would urge you to change that in the resolution. And to the core of the question, I'm in favor of a ceasefire, a permanent ceasefire. You know, who's against a permanent ceasefire is Hamas. Hamas has leaders. Hamas leaders have said again and again, their goal is to inflame regional war to do October seventh again and again, and that's a, beyond being destructive to Israel and Israeli civilians. We know that will be catastrophic for Palestinian civilians as well. I urge you to not just condemn Hamas, but call to disarm them, replace them with a regime that actually wants a permanent ceasefire.
24: Thank you. Yes, you are. All right. Let's keep it simple,
16: please. Okay, I.
25: Okay. Right, what you? This is
1: not going to be a space where we're going to do that. We're going. We are listening with respect to all folks who come to speak. Uh, Negin, uh, Musa, Tariq, and uh, Stephen Cohen.
26: My name is Negin Mossad, and I did address on the last uh, meeting you guys had and, and shared a bit about my past as an Iranian-American and someone who's lived through 156 SCUD missiles. And I remember being, you know, under there thinking, everything in my life is over at this moment. And why isn't the world up in arms that innocent lives can be lost as easy as that? And that was just a fraction Of what the Palestinian people have been going through every day and it's about this moral indifference that we've come to and I really thank this body for breaking that moral indifference the same moral indifference that led to the fascism in Europe and all of the lives that were lost there we are being asked to remain silent or be labeled as anti-Semitic. This must be broken. The people of the world has risen up and stood up to name Israel for what it has become. I, as an Iranian American who cares about human rights in my country, know that there is no way we can reach human rights in Iran until this issue of the injustice to the Palestinian people is sorted once and for all. And something that has been lost in the past 75 years is corrected the humanity that's been lost i hope the movement of masses of people rising up is the beginning To a new way of seeing the world that the injustice that happens to my neighbor is also associated with what happens to me tomorrow that we hold each other up and we hold each other responsible for humanity and i will stop by just giving a quote from an israeli professor who said it may not happen today and it may take many more years, but I believe that with this latest phase of the Nakba, Israel has signed its own death warrant. There will be no safety and no recovery. Israel is self-destructing from the inside out due to its own hubris, extreme racism, and militaristic culture. And the truth must come to pass. And thank you for being the beginning of that.
27: Right. Salaam Alaikum, everybody, and hello. My name is Musa, and I'm speaking on behalf of CARE, the Council on American Islamic Relations. We wanted to express our support for the ceasefire resolution as it is written, and I want to thank everyone who brought forward this resolution today. Fifteen thousand plus Palestinians have been killed by Israel, nearly half of them being children. The average age of those killed is five years old. Ninety-five percent or more of the casualties have been innocent civilians. There is more spilled blood than drinkable water in Gaza. Israel is using dehumanizing language to justify their genocide in Gaza, using phrases such as human animals and children of the darkness that abide by the law of the jungle. And that language has repercussions here at home. Many Muslims in our Bay Area communities are recalling the post 9 11 era of mass surveillance and Islamophobia. We've seen reports of employment terminations, hate crimes, surveillance, death threats, and more. By now, we've all heard about the six-year-old Palestinian boy in Chicago who was fatally stabbed 26 times, and recently the three young Palestinian men in Vermont who were shot. This is horrifying, and it won't end there. The language that our electeds use matters. Israel has waged an even bloodier war since the temporary pause expired, with thousands more of innocent people dead. And it is critical that we keep fighting for a permanent and lasting ceasefire. In a recent Reuters poll, 68% of respondents agreed that Israel should call for a ceasefire. Most of us do not support our taxpayer dollars going towards slaughtering tens of thousands of innocent people and babies. None of this is happening in a vacuum. It is the result of 75 years of brutal occupation and apartheid by Israel against Palestine. Please support the resolution as it is written and show that this board stands against genocide because it's the least that you can do. Thank you.
28: Thank you.
1: Stephen Cohen, Lou Williams, and Nika.
29: Hi, my name is Steve Cohen. Uh, We moved to Berkeley about a year and a half ago. Um, For much of my life, I was an advocate for children's education in Israel. I'm an Israeli citizen, and I count as friends and uh, people I've worked with for a long time in places such as Gaza and Ramallah, Beit Lechem, Jenin, I know the country and I know firsthand uh, the destruction of war on both sides in the country. Um, so I have a very simple request here tonight. I would say once you have dealt with the resolution on peace in the Middle East, which all of us pray for, I hope that you will then address the forms I've been sending in for the last year and a half to try to convince you that I'm not renting my condominium, but actually own it. I keep getting bills every three months. So I hope when this is done, maybe you can turn to that and figure that out. Thank you.
30: Hello, board. I'm so happy to be here and I'm so happy to know that you you have a heart. We can't hear
1: you still. If you can Oh, go. sorry. There you go. Hello,
30: board. I'm so happy to see you and I'm so happy that that you have hearts. And um, I'm a long time Berkeley resident, um, moved here in 53. So mm-hmm. probably perceives anybody in the room. Um, So I just wanted to to point out a few facts for for people to give some moral context. Um, That after the uh, 1967 war, Israel, you know, went into Gaza and took it and built housing for Jewish Israelis on the best land. Palestinians were confined refugee camps. Now the question is Solom asked, where did these Palestinians come from? They were living in in a h- housing uh, around this present-day city of Beersheba. The Israelis drove them out at gunpoint and herded them into uh, to Gaza, a huge refugee camp. So um, and then oh five Israel withdrew. And that's when the blockade began. So it's been going on 18 years. Now, I don't see how any anyone could call this uh moral, uh, moral acts, especially as we honor, you know, black people and, and native people, you know, to drive people out of their home and then and now to subject them to horrendous bombing and killing uh by the hundreds of well, by the tens of thousands. So um I thank you so much uh, for your work and for for your advocacy. Thank you.
31: Thank you. Hi, everyone. I'm a student at UC Berkeley in support of a ceasefire resolution. People have given you the facts, so I'm going to try and give you some emotion. I'm going to start with love. I have so much love for humans, regardless of your race, your religion, your background. Believe it or not, I love every single one of you, everyone in this room, even the ones who will scream at me. I genuinely love you and will stand for your right to live. So it is because, and I love you because you are simply human. It is because as a Muslim, my God, Allah, tells me to love everyone, as I'm sure all religions do. So... It is because of this love that I have to ask you to please imagine the children of Gaza were your loved ones. I've been an EMT since I've been 18. This means I've seen blood, I've seen dying, I've seen illness. But nothing is more traumatizing, nothing, than seeing a patient that is dying because of the actions of someone else, because of hate, because someone else gave themselves the right to take away a baby girl from their father, a mother from their son. It is a disgusting thing. It is inhuman. It may be hard to conceptualize what it means for 20,000 plus bodies to be under the rubble. So let's do an exercise. I'm right in front of you. Imagine me. Imagine I'm your daughter. I'm your sister. I'm your niece. We go to the park together. We're excited to have dinner together. And I'm so excited to get you that gift that you've wanted for New Year's for so long. But tomorrow, I am under the broken shards of rubble that once used to be our dinner table. Tomorrow, my head is in your hands and my body is on the floor. This is what Palestinian parents go through every single day, times 20,000 plus. Seven-year-old girls are having to be parents for their four-year-old brothers. It is with love that I ask you to pass this resolution. It is with love for humans, for everyone here, that I ask you to simply stand in support of not bombing children. Thank you.
7: Liberty
1: Schubert, uh, Francesca Majid, uh, Fayez Satruani,
24: I think. Good evening. Two things. I would love peace. There's absolutely nothing more than I would like. I will remind everyone in this room who seems to have a rather short memory that there was a ceasefire for a week, a ceasefire that would be ongoing had Hamas not broken it. There was also a ceasefire on October 6th that Hamas broke. And again, and again, and again, since Hamas has been created, have they broken ceasefires? So think about that. I would also like to quote Golda Meir. She said, and I'm paraphrasing slightly to make it more relevant to the situation. She said, we can forgive Hamas for killing our children. We can forgive them, but, but we cannot Forgive them for forcing us to kill their children. We will only have peace when Hamas, Hamas, not Palestinians. Palestinians love their children. That is clear from this room today. When Hamas loves Palestinian children more than they hate Jews. When that day comes, there will be peace. If Hamas put down their weapons today, this moment, there would be no more violence. If Jews put down our weapons today, if Israel had a ceasefire today, there would be no more Israel. My second point, I believe it was um, Nadia, and I do apologize if I got your name wrong, who said that a home should be safe. What about the homes of the children who are still kidnapped, Ariel and Kafir Bibas, who are four years old? And oh, let's see, how many months is he now, 10? Or did he celebrate 11 months in Hamas Haqq's? as a Hamas hostage. Was his home safe when he was kidnapped from it and dragged with his mother and father through blood and death and gore and rape? So much rape to get wherever the hell he is now, and it's not with Hamas, or they killed him. It's unclear. Anyways, we will give you a ceasefire when Hamas does.
32: Hi, everyone. My name is Francesca Mejia. I'm a Berkeley resident, a UC Berkeley student, a proud anti-Zionist Jew. I spent four years in the Berkeley student cooperative, during which I was on the executive board. I'm a co-chair of Jewish Voice for Peace at UC Berkeley. As an anti-Zionist Jew, I strongly support this resolution. Thank you to all the board members that have drafted this. I support this resolution because I will not allow a genocide to be carried out in my name. It is because of the Jewish values I hold so dear to my heart that I call for a ceasefire and stand in unwavering support with Palestinians in their fight for liberation. It is the shared Jewish values of Tikkun Olam to repair the world and Tzedek Tzedek Tir the pursuit of justice, that calls for me to speak out against the illegal occupation of Palestine. As a Jew, I say loudly that anti-Zionism is not anti-Semitism and that anyone who tries to tell you that is ignorant and has an ahistorical understanding of history. The founder of modern political Zionism, Theodore Herzl, literally said that this was a colonial project. I urge you all to pass this resolution. It is imperative that the Berkeley rent board stand on the right side of history and call for a ceasefire. I support the ceasefire resolution because I oppose the violent, genocidal, settler colonial project that is Zionism. We are all complicit in this genocide that is being carried out against Palestinians. Our tax dollars are funding these atrocities by sending bombs to Israel. If you oppose this resolution, you are standing with the genocidal Zionist project of settler colonialism. If you oppose this resolution, you are siding with a racist ethno state that is murdering thousands of children, stripping them from their childhoods. I want to echo the words that some people have already spoken today. Please speak truth to power, pass this resolution, stand on the right side of history. Do not stand with genocide. Thank you.
25: Um,
1: Just want to let folks know, we only have a few more cards for those that are here this kind of your last um, chance. If you want to turn in blue cards, and then we'll be moving to the folks online. Uh, Fayez, Heba and Samaya. I'm sorry. Yes, if Samaya and Heba and if Fias is still here, you can come up.
33: Okay, cool.
1: It's F, It appears to be FYAS. Okay, Fias, then you can wait, you can speak. It doesn't matter the order. No, you come, come. Back up. All right, well, The idea is when your name is called, if everybody can come up, if all three of you can come so we can quickly go through
10: it.
34: Hi, my name is Iasa, and this is Raya. Raya, where are you from? Where are you from? Uh, Say. I forgot what it's called. Do I still have the two minutes? Yep. Okay. By now, I have been in several city council meetings demanding a ceasefire just a couple of weeks ago. I was saying I support an immediate ceasefire because there are 8,000 Palestinians killed, 20,000 injured, and attacks on hospitals like Al-Shifa Hospital, which is after it was invaded, uh, being a headquarter for Hamas. Oh, after it was destroyed and evacuated, it was oops, Hamas in the southern Gaza. Attack on our Children's Hospital, mosques, churches, the third oldest church in history was destroyed. United Nations facilities, staff, universities, journalists. And guess what? Two weeks after, and I'm now saying 20,000 Palestinians killed, 40,000 injured, and now there are more dying because of hunger and disease. The United States approved the second phase of war, and after the seven days pause, urging Israel to limit civilian casualties. Guess what? 1,000 killed in the first 24 hours after the pause. Entire blocks wiped out. The IDF yesterday announced they fulfilled 10,000 airstrikes and 40,000 tons of bombs in 365 kilometers. My family and every Palestinian here in the United States or anywhere, we cannot sleep. We cannot work. We are not okay. No one Palestinian by now exists who has not lost a family member or someone they know or care about my family in the west bank are in total curfew and they're in complete lockdown and fearing settler violence every second of the day enough with the terror enough if we're tired how are these people who are under complete siege under starvation and constant bombardment enough
10: thank
33: you
35: My name is Samaya. I'm a local here and I pray at the masjid here at Berkeley. I want to thank the Rent Board for taking a stance in the city that has stood up and left their own city council meetings while we call for them to pass a similar resolution. I call on the rent board to pass a call for permanent ceasefire on Palestine right now and to stop aid to Israel. Day by day, the dust hole rises. A few weeks ago, I learned that doctors in the area had to create a new code. Wounded child, no surviving family. No surviving family. The average age of Palestinians murdered in the past month is just five years old. I can count that on my two hands. And it's just one. I I can't even go over the numbers because they change literally daily. The, if this continues, 45% of homes left in the Gaza Strip as of November 10th will be wiped out within 32 days, according to the UN for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs. Journalists like Bisan, Motaz, and Plastia have basically just posted their goodbye messages to the world. As we watch the rest What little is left of the Gaza Strip. The number is officially passed seen in the Nakba in 1948. Israel continues over and over again to tell people to evacuate and proceed to shoot the refugees. They use young children as human shields. They rape and murder Palestinians ruthlessly. Someone said if Israel put down their weapons, Israel would be no more. I argue the same. If Palestine dropped all of their weapons right now, they would also be no more. There would be nothing left. just take up this resolution be on the right side of history we appreciate your time thank you thank you.
36: thank you for being here today and thank you for your time i'm talking to you all here as a human what's happening and has been happening in palestine for the past 75 years is wrong and i can't believe that i and many others here today have had to continue spelling it out but it is wrong after suffering an israeli bombing a little palestinian girl crying and trying to process what she has just been through asks, uncle is this a dream or reality uncle is this a dream or reality how much more suffering death and destruction has to continue before we can say enough if we don't support this resolution for a ceasefire, then our Palestinian brothers and sisters will continue to face the purposeful and intended erasure of their people, land, trees, culture, and existence. I urge you all to support this resolution so that these kids can live a peaceful reality and so that every Palestinian can be free. Thank you.
17: Laurie and
33: Tanasha. Laurie. Hi, I'm Laddie. I don't have anything prepared today, so forgive me if I'm not the most eloquent, but I'm a grad student at Berkeley studying public policy and it's for that reason that I'm here today. Before I begin, I want you to think about how you want to be remembered. Do you want to be remembered as the people who stood in the face of genocide and turned away? People who saw and who heard us pleading, who saw the children crying and did nothing. Is that how you want to be remembered today? There are so many people here telling that this is a genocide and telling about how it impacts them and their family. To do nothing would be a failure of your position. You are here to represent the people. You have seen us go out in the streets. You have seen us protest what has been happening. It is your job to represent us. And to not do that would be a failure. Please consider that. Think about how you want to think about what you are seeing today in 20 years. Do you want to have regrets? Do you want to have guilt? Or do you want to be powerful and brave and courageous and do what is right and be on the right side of history? It is really that simple. There are people who will tell you that what you're doing is wrong and that what you are doing is prejudice and it is not. It is brave and it is powerful. I want you to feel that power the way I have felt it. There are children dying and there are people who are excuse me, who are being crushed by rubble, and there is something we can do about it here today. Remember that. Free Palestine. Thank you.
37: Um, can you yeah. Hi, um, I'm Kenesha. Again, first of all, thank you so much for calling for this resolution. Um, I want to reiterate what every, mostly everybody in this room has said. Just really urge that all of you decide to pass this resolution. Um, people, A lot of people have brought up the idea that this is not what y'all are supposed to be doing, that this doesn't connect to us in the U.S., and it 100% does. Every single one of us are funding the the occupation. Every single one of us are sending billions and billions of dollars. Every single time I go out to eat, when I get groceries, all I can think is that me living my everyday life as an American is funding genocide in Palestine. We are all complicit, and therefore it is all of our responsibilities to do anything and everything that we can to end this genocide and end it as quickly as possible. Every single day that we don't do everything that we can, hundreds and hundreds more of Palestinians are being murdered, and many of those are children. I'm here first and foremost as somebody who works with kids. I'm an educator in Oakland um, and also a Cal student, and it's such a blessing to work as an educator, to get to come to work every day, and see all of these thriving children. But all I can think about is the kids in Gaza who don't get to have a childhood, who don't get to grow up and just run around because of us as Americans, because of the money that we are sending to the Israeli occupation force. To end, I just wanna read a poem about the children in Gaza. Oh, rascal children of Gaza, you who constantly disturbed me with your screams under my window, you who filled every morning with Russian chaos, you who broke my vase and stole the lonely flower in my balcony, come back and scream as you want and break all the vases steal all the flowers come back just come back free palestine
1: we're going to now move to the online commenters uh amy can you I think some folks want to just know how many.
0: So we have 12 attendees who have current, currently raised their hand. Okay. Can you see them or do you need me to call off the names? Okay.
38: Sorry.
0: Um. Can we just take like a
1: five minute break? So if we've been going for a bit. Absolutely. Okay. We're going to take a five minute recess.
16: Okay. Okay. So, so like read up my phone, right? You can. Yeah, sure. So, as long as that is great, great. Okay. And if I push. I'm going to speak after her. It'll be. Okay. Yeah. So she'll say first then she'll get up and all the way down. Okay. As as can, just talk more quickly. Oh, no. oh okay. I i the uh then I think we got it without it, like that's what we and a it. Uh-huh. Okay. i okay. i okay. okay. I it's not <laughs> I would I would. um, um six, uh, I <laughs> do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can get you know. it all very and and we yeah uh, no, a uh, I to uh, yeah. I you but it's I'm going to I okay. didn't this yeah, this, I think it was that I think yeah, so a lot like yeah, of like that I like Lisa- well, it like I about that the the that the that the Thank <laughs> you i <laughs> you I the to I am to just want to get Oh. Okay. Oh. okay. I'm <laughs> All I think it was a good I not you get the All right,
1: if everybody can take your seats and we're going to get ready. Uh, folks, if we can go ahead and take your seats and get ready.
16: <laughs>
1: We're going to be starting, if everyone can sit down. <laughs>
16: All
1: right, we have three more, um, Comments from the audience that's here. We're going to go ahead with that. Candace Schultz.
38: I'm, I'm sorry, Berkeley resident,
0: and I just want Candace. to ask you to please support your uh, stop for a minute so I can put the timer on. Oh.
38: I'm sorry. If you I don't. apologize. I'll be fast.
16: <laughs>
38: We're listening. Oh my name is candace shot and i'm uh, in support of the ceasefire resolution i hope you all will support it and i'm a berkeley resident thank you thank you uh
1: leah
38: or leah zelenskis Hi, i'm leah zelenskis um i am also a berkeley resident and i also wanted to just add my voice and say that i support this resolution
1: Thank you. Uh Jesse.
39: I am Jesse Schwartz. I'm a citizen of Berkeley. I've lived here for years. I'd like to describe an incident. It was a bright sunny day. I was walking in downtown Berkeley across from the BART on Shattuck. It was midday. There were thousands, crowds of people on the sidewalk. And there in front was a homeless gentleman just lying on the pavement. Masses of people walked by, ignoring him completely. To my mind, there was thus revealed the soul of Berkeley. Think for a minute what it means to be homeless in Berkeley, what it means to sleep in a tent on bare ground or pavement. The nights are freezing cold. No running water, no facilities. There are thousands like this. Many of them are veterans. I marvel that the rent board concerns itself with something 7,000 miles away while ignoring the tragedy in our faces. May I suggest that rather than be caught, in, caught up in the delirium of a hate fest that the rent board begin here in berkeley with the people who have no voice who lay shivering in the cold and wet sam
1: anderson
40: Uh, hi, my name is Sam Anderson.
19: I'm a UC Berkeley uh, graduate. Uh, I don't have anything prepared, but I just wanted to uh, add my voice uh, calling for a ceasefire. And uh, yeah, I guess, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's just add my voice. Thank you. Thank you. Uh
41: Sasha?
16: there
1: my name is Sasha Stahl I'm a Berkeley resident I'm Jewish and I'm for the resolution for ceasefire thank you all right so we are I I, we're gonna we're done now for folks who are here I'm not going to take any more blue cards um we are now moving to the online uh, one thing I want to be clear is that there have been incidents when people are discussing discussing um, the ceasefire resolutions where people will get on online and will say, um, use profanity, be inappropriate, say very abusive things. In that event, we are going to immediately mute them and remove them. Um, and so just to let folks know that that is what we are we are doing we hope that that doesn't happen and we just are hearing people's um, opinions but we are going to continue to be civil um, and express you know people are welcome to express their opinions um, so board secretary
0: we're ready when you are so chair would you like me to call off the names as their hands are raised or can you see them I can't see them. Okay. So So I'll I'll do that since I have to um, allow each person to talk individually. Okay. So, Hisham Zorba, you can go ahead whenever you're ready.
36: Um, Hello, can you guys hear me? Yes. Uh, hello, this is Hisham Zorba. Um, thank you to the board for acknowledging our voices and concerned concerns and bringing the resolution forward to, uh, on the agenda tonight. The behavior of our elected officials at the previous Berkeley City Council meeting on the, November 28th was abhorrent and does not reflect the voices and opinions of what Berkeley citizens stand for. Berkeley was the first city in the Bay Area to recognize that its residents live on stolen indigenous Olin land. I ask of us today to acknowledge the stolen land of the indigenous Arabs in Palestine. Israel was built on the back of Palestinians that have been forcibly evicted from their homes and lands, and that is not okay. Ceasefire now and free Palestine. I yield the rest of my time. Thank you.
0: Seth Morrison, you can go ahead anytime you're ready.
42: Thank you. Uh, my name is Seth Morrison and I am proud to be here representing over 5,000 Berkeley residents who support Jewish Voice for Peace. And we are on behalf of those residents asking you to unanimously support this resolution. As Jews, we have been victims. We have lived through the Holocaust. We have lived through anti-Semitism. And we totally object to apologists for Israel who try to use that to justify the way Israel is treating Palestinians. It is not anti-Semitic to criticize the government of a sovereign state or to say that we don't want our tax dollars used to subsidize that government in committing what we know to be genocide. Earlier, gentlemen asked about why the rent board should be doing this, and I have two answers. One is that it's part of Berkeley's very proud history to be standing up against all forms of racism and discrimination. Second, it's important to note that over 600 million, that's $600 million a year of California tax money, is going to arm the state of Israel. That is money that should be spent here in California, whether it's in Berkeley or the rest of the state, to deal with homelessness, to deal with education, to deal with health care, the many, many problems that we face. So as Jews, we are very proud to ask you again to unanimously support this resolution. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Um, The person listed as a non-ANON, you can go ahead whenever you're ready.
43: Hello,
44: I'm a current student at UC Berkeley and a Bay Area native, so thank you for giving me the chance to speak. Um, It caught my attention that today's meeting is intended to explore the nexus of the board's work in Palestine. On that nexus, on that connection of struggles. The principles upon which the U.S. government has chosen to fund Israel's massacre of Palestinians are the same principles that displace and neglect people in our community who can't afford housing. They are the same principles that allow the gain of global power to be at the the sacrifice of minority groups. The shuffling of billions of U.S. dollars for weapons, while our neighbors suffocate under housing instability. We started this meeting with the remembrance of the Huchan people that were...
0: We just lost her. So if if she logs back on, I'll give her the rest of her time because I didn't realize I didn't even start it. So apologies for that. Um, Brennan Robbins, um, go ahead and speak whenever you're ready.
45: Okay, good evening. Can you hear me?
46: Yes, we can. Well, thank you so much to the chair and members of the Rent Board for the opportunity to speak. I'm here to speak in strong support of the resolution before you. Um, And uh, I am not Palestinian. I can't speak from that perspective. I just say we've heard, just while I've been logged on here, I've heard so much powerful testimony. And my heart absolutely goes out to everyone who has lost loved ones in this horrible collective punishment, which I will add is a war crime. I am, however, a Berkeley tenant. I'm a graduate student of public policy at Cal. And I've been professionally involved in the field of housing policy for over seven years. This issue is so closely related to housing. It's connected to housing justice and land justice is essential to housing justice. That's because housing is all about people having the power and agency to live in dignified and safe environments. Uh, I feel And I feel heard by the rent Board when you consider this issue as a housing advocate. This is a displacement issue. It's part of a long-term process of erasing the connection of the Palestinian people to their land. We see it in the demolition of Palestinian villages, the creation of settlements, the theft of so many individual homes, and now the massive carpet bombing of Gaza that is just destroying so many people's lives. And um, yeah, there's no safe place to live. Israel has completely disregarded the obligation to minimize damage to housing that's contained in international law. I also also add from a domestic perspective we could be spending this money that's going to the um, weapons going to israel on section eight the section a waiting list in every county around the bay area is a decade long people have to wait on the streets for a decade after they've applied and qualified for the program before they can get a voucher if we were to direct that funding into section eight we could cut that waiting list by years we might even eliminate it imagine the impact that would have in conclusion it's obvious that it's, it's um, passing this resolution is imperative. It is completely connected to the REM board's work, and I urge unanimous adoption. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Whitney Sparks, go ahead whenever you're ready.
47: Hello, thank you. My name is Whitney Sparks. I am a resident of Berkeley. And I am calling in support of the ceasefire resolution before you. I would like to say thank you to everyone who showed up in support of Palestinian Palestinian protection, safety, health, and Palestinian liberation, whether you are a Berkeley resident there in attendance or the Berkeley Board yourselves. I appreciate that. This is an opportunity to set a precedent for our community that we stand strong and united against genocide, And that we continue Berkeley's legacy of being anti apartheid, that we uphold decolonial values such as those stated in the Atlantic Acknowledgement, and that there's an opportunity, there is a hope for a future um, without discriminatory, with less discriminatory um, housing practices, and hopefully the stopping the end of the eviction surge, which is all connected to. Um, occupation by um, imperial states like the United States and Israel who make uh, and take all of our money um, to uh, commit ethnic cleansing and, and genocide against thousands of children. So I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Unlike the Berkeley City Council, when there's thousands of your constituents who are speaking up about something and you're complaining that it's disrupting your business as usual, you should put it on the agenda and address it. And so I appreciate that you are doing it. Definitely vote yes. You are complicit if you don't vote for it, if you abstain. Um, complicit in genocide. That's, that's not what we stand for here in Berkeley. And um, thank you. I see the rest of my time. Thank you. Cheryl Davila, go ahead whenever
0: you're ready. Cheryl, you're muted. I'm going to give her another second. Cheryl, can you hear me? If you can, I need you to unmute yourself on your end. Okay, I'm going to skip over former council member Davila and lead her to raise her hand again. Uh, Sorti, go ahead whenever you're ready.
27: Hello, thank you guys for uh, putting this resolution forward on the agenda. Um, I'm a Berkeley resident and a Cal student studying um, public health. And I wanted to say that um, I'm uh, in support of the resolution as a person whose uh, family was affected by apartheid in South Africa, and who's uh, seeing a current apartheid state happening in Israel, um, being, uh, being perpetu- perpetuated by Israel onto cousins and Palestinians in general. Um, Thank you for the resolution and I'll yield the rest of my time.
0: AJ, go ahead whenever you're ready.
48: Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Wonderful. Hi, my name is AJ and I'm a student at UC Berkeley. Um, I have two things I would like to say, I would like to start off on explaining the way in which I see connection between the rent board housing in Berkeley and what is happening in Palestine, occupied Palestine right now. So I used to live in the student co-ops and I'm going to keep this short because it is a very traumatic story for me, but I used to live in the student cooperative. I was being harassed on the daily to the point where I became so scared to live in my home that I was paying for, that I began couch surfing while paying for this home and I had reported it to multiple levels of leadership at that organization. And the same rhetoric that we hear being used to justify Israel was used to justify the person who was harassing me and displaced me for nearly two months. The same rhetoric of saying things like, we need to be listening to both sides of the story, or we need to send you over to get mental assessment for what you are experiencing, the traumatic effects of what you're experiencing, because I was having daily panic attacks at that point. Rather than taking into account that they were actively supporting the person harassing me by employing them. So what I mean in this, really is the same rhetoric is being used over and over again in systems of oppression and just situations of oppression. This isn't new. You, You simply cannot allow this to continue as the rent board of Berkeley. You stand for equal rights, for living safely. So I urge you to pass this resolution in support of the safety of the Palestinian people in an immediate and continuous yeah. permanent ceasefire thanks
0: council member Davila can you hear me
49: oh yeah thank you um can you hear me yes I okay hi yeah um this is former council member Cheryl Davila in support of the ceasefire resolution um We are in tumultuous times. Now is the time to speak up and support uh, our brothers and sisters in Palestine in Gaza, who have gone on for over 75 years of occupation and apartheid, not being able to live freely, move freely, eat freely. Um, diet, electricity, water, everything is controlled by Israel. Um, we cannot let this genocide continue. And for all the Zionists in the room, Zionist equals racism, which equals hate. I don't understand how people cannot acknowledge other human beings as human beings. That's a problem. I wish and hope and pray y'all figure it out because Zionism cannot continue. This corporate greed and the way that things have gone in the world needs to change and now is the time. So free Palestine and the occupation and Israel apartheid, thank you for this resolution. Please pass it unanimously and to all my brothers, out there. Thank you for being in support of this and my sisters. And please, 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 we can't let this genocide continue this ethnic cleansing, this revenge. Revenge because it's gone way past. Anything else. Thank you. Thank you.
50: J.A.,
0: go ahead whenever you're
50: ready. Hi, everyone. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, great. Thanks. Uh, first of all, thank you all so much for being there, being present, all of you sitting um, at the front, listening, really appreciate the time and space and energy that you have to show up and to call forth this uh, resolution. For everyone, I can only see a few of y'all on camera, but I know that there are a lot of you in the room. I can see your kufi's and really appreciate you all showing up tonight on this Monday evening and really am with you as much as I can be. Uh, I am a Bay Area resident and I'm here today to urge you to vote in favor of the resolution for a permanent ceasefire in Gaza and Palestine and urge you to pass this resolution with the following strongest language possible, not only calling for a permanent ceasefire, but also ending all U.S. tax dollars to apartheid uh, Israel settler colony, uh, allowing humanitarian aid into Palestine and Gaza, and ending the siege on Gaza. Zionism is terrorism and white supremacy domestically and abroad, Protect people, protect children. The Bay Area and Berkeley stands on top of giant justice movements. Please allow yourselves to lift as you climb with this resolution. It is our duty to stand for what is right, do right by other humans here in Berkeley and all over the world. Free Palestine from the river to the sea.
0: Zoom user 777, go ahead when you're ready.
51: Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, first, um, I've heard a lot tonight that accepts this mutually exclusive binary of the situation that to support one group means that we neglect the other, which serves to divide and separate us as people. Intersectionality requires a nuanced perspective. Suffering is not zero sum. Unfortunately, there is more than enough suffering in this world. Recognizing the suffering of one group does not have to come at rejecting the pain of the other, at the expense of the other. While suffering is not zero-sum, neither is compassion or humanity. To extend compassion to one group does not lessen the compassion we feel towards another. To be closed from recognizing suffering and feeling compassion as if only one group can have legitimate claims to either makes achieving and sustaining understanding and peace much harder. And it questions our humanity so i have a lot to say about how this resolution is lacking in some of the nuance and complexity of the history and different narratives but i want to take a moment to talk about taking a moment um, at the beginning of this meeting we started this meeting with acknowledging that we are on stolen native land Um, the acknowledgement makes no reference to a plan or resolutions or even responsibility it basically says here we are and we know we're continuing to benefit from it without change Um, And doubly shame on you that you don't even bother with acknowledging reading it each time you have a pre-recorded reading of it. And yet simultaneously you're producing a resolution that in part criticizes another group for stealing their own native land and demanding that they return it fairly to another group with equally legitimate land claims. But my question is to the rent board, is how many generations needed between these double standards? Between accusations of a colonial oppressors, by the way, I don't remember Jews as being white, versus this grandstanding wokeness of taking a moment to honor being on somebody else's land illegally and immorally. So you can congratulate yourselves on another performative gesture of your hypocrisy.
0: Michael Kay, go ahead. Can you hear me? We can.
52: Yes, thank you so much for giving me the space to speak. I'll try to be brief and to the point. Um, I have an unusual story. I'm a Berkeley resident for over 20 years, and I also went to Berkeley. And in 2016, I did a winemaking internship in the West Bank town of Shiloh. Not for political reasons, but because they're the only winery that would give me a chance. I went there also hoping to find a Jewish wife. Because Tinder doesn't recognize international boundaries, the algorithm matched me with a Palestinian Muslim woman living in Amman, Jordan. We fell deeply in love. And <clears throat> I just tell this story, I know I don't have much time, briefly to say that the situation is far more complicated and complex than any than any of us could really understand to choose to drive one narrative for either side i can say personally speaking on behalf of myself and the Palestinian women i love that it can drive people apart even in a woke place like berkeley it can be within our own communities, very difficult to get the support we need. So I would strongly urge the rent board that if you're going to make a resolution that you definitely mention the pain of both sides, that you don't accept very short narratives that just include say the last few hundred years, but consider how long there has been both a Palestinian and even longer a Jewish presence in the land going back at least 3,000, 3,500 years. And I will just remind everybody that at the end of this month, about a billion people around the world are going to be celebrating the birthday of a very famous Jewish Palestinian who was born in the West Bank. His name was Jesus. Thank you.
0: Nathan and Lara, go ahead.
53: Hi there, can you hear me? This is Laura. Yeah, we can, go ahead. Great. Thank you so much for taking the time to put this on your um, meeting agenda and to listen to all of us so respectfully. I'm a nurse and I'm a parent of two young children. I've been a Berkeley renter myself for the last 15 years, and I've benefited from your work as uh, the Berkeley Rent Board um, that entire time. And I am also an um, advocate for the West Berkeley Shell Mound, and I have worked in Berkeley towards that for many years. I'm here tonight to ask you to vote unanimously in support of the ceasefire resolution. I have seen Berkeley have a long lineage of standing on the right side of history. I have also seen the places that we've not stood on the right side of history. We do have an enormous responsibility as anybody living in the United States um, because we are on stolen land and we're on stolen land that was only achieved through genocide, attempted genocide of the indigenous peoples. And so I feel that as citizens and residents or anyone who is here, we have to be very much aware of where we see these patterns playing out all around the world because we are connected to humans all around the world. And I feel since becoming a parent, hearing that the people who live in Gaza is 50% made of children, 50% of Gazans are children. There's absolutely no way not to be putting our full hearts on the line to speak up to say ceasefire now. We're not actually debating here um, whether Israel is an apartheid state. I mean, that would be an amazing resolution to get to discuss um, the land and the history. But here we're literally only asking for a ceasefire. That's all this resolution is. You cannot have a war when one side does not even have an army and is made up of children. So when I see the images coming out, and I don't know if you've seen the recent map that has been put out by the Israeli army of where people need to evacuate from, there are no safe places. There are nowhere, there's nowhere for people to go. So I'm here to ask you to please speak up and be a voice that I can be proud of of being a Berkeley resident and vote unanimously in favor of the ceasefire now resolution. Thank you.
0: Well, Tom, go ahead.
44: Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, amazing. So first I'd like to thank the Berkeley um, front board members who have developed and supported this resolution. You should be immensely proud of standing on the right side of history and making an effort to represent the Berkeley population. My name is Anaya, I'm a UC Berkeley student, a Berkeley resident and one of 20 ASUC senators in UC Berkeley student government. The IDF and Israeli government has repeatedly lied and their lies have come at the cost of Palestinian lives we are sick of lies we are sick of the deaths of innocent people and we are sick of people in this country looking at these numbers of palestinian deaths and those injured as just another statistic the berkeley rent stabilization board is responsible for preserving community diversity and maintaining affordable housing we are privileged to even have homes or apartments that we can sleep in peace and at night palestinian people in berkeley and our bay area communities have had their loved ones violently killed and their support for a ceasefire and an immediate end to the violence is somehow construed to be controversial. Supporters of Palestine are framed as terrorist sympathizers as an attempt to silence their advocacy and free speech. Stand on the right side of history, stand for the underrepresented communities you are meant to represent and empower, and call for an immediate ceasefire. We support Palestine not because we're just Muslim or Arab. We support Palestine and their right to exist because we are human. Thank you.
0: Khalil Runter, go
54: ahead. Hello, do you hear me? Yes. Good evening, commissioners. My name is Nadat, and I am a tax paying Bay Area educator. I'm also unapologetically Palestinian. I hope that in learning about us and about our passions for our families, for our homeland and for justice, you understand that the terror we are collectively feeling and the constant grief that we are under. We are exhausted of seeing our people and families perish on our screens like a horror movie and being gaslit into believing it was their own fault. Please stand with humanity. I implore the rent board to vote yes on a demand for ceasefire now. You are put into positions to support people's living conditions in Berkeley. However, you are also human and can see the atrocities that the apartheid regime does to Palestinian living conditions. Their homes and apartment buildings are bombed in Gaza. Their homes are being demolished in the West Bank for excuses like not paying for a permit. They literally demolish entire family homes and dreams because of an alleged permit. Can you imagine that? We already know from history that we celebrate standing up for humanity. There are holidays and movies and celebrations about slave revolts and runaway slaves. There are holidays and ceremonies for Jews that survived Nazi Germany and movies about those who helped them. There's literally movies about people who have helped Rwandan genocide survivors. Literally movies. So I thank you for not waiting until it's too late to show the world that you also stand with humanity. One young Zionist said, we need to get rid of Hamas. And yes, I agree with her. We need to get rid of Hamas. So let's end this apartheid occupation and free Palestine from the river to the sea. Thank you, commissioners. Also, if that Jewish man who spoke is allegedly married to a Palestinian woman, hey, buddy, you're about to get divorced. <laughs> it's
0: enlisted as the person listed as free Palestine. Go ahead. Uh, can you guys hear me yes
55: okay Uh, my name is Christina I uh, I work in Berkeley I'm a teacher in Berkeley I was unfortunately not able to afford to live in Berkeley Um, I just wanted to call in and support the resolution um, for a ceasefire I want to say thank you for putting the resolution on the table And I want to say that I I think that you guys have a lot of courage to do this, and you are leading Berkeley when our city council members are frankly embarrassing themselves and hiding from the community rather than really taking this on. Um, And I also want to speak to why some people may be confused as to why a rent board may pass a resolution like this, but I think other people have already said these issues are all connected all across the world, right? Um, And one one really major form of violence against Palestinians is not only the physical violence that Palestinians experience uh, in Gaza, in Israel and in the West Bank, but here at home, the the biggest um, thing that we're really fighting is being silenced and censored. And we're seeing this everywhere. And in, in addition to being silenced and censored, being intimidated into silence, right? So the more that people speak up in defense of Palestinians and in defense of human rights, for us, the, the safer it becomes for everyone else to do the same. And so I do want to applaud you uh, on your courage to do this. And uh, thank you so much for putting this. And I urge you all to vote unanimously. Yes. On passing the resolution.
0: Seed like Sandoval, go ahead. Hi, can you hear me? We can.
56: Great. Um, So first, I want to thank you for agendizing the ceasefire resolution. I really hope that the city council follows in your steps. Um, So I just wanted today talk about one very special Gazan. His name is Joe Jayab. And despite the communication blackouts imposed by the IDF, I've been able to communicate with him. He's a self-proclaimed youngest traveler in Palestine, content creator. And before the bombardment, he would... Um, His videos and content would show the beauty of Gaza, him enjoying a meal at a cafe by the Mediterranean, visiting local bakeries and artisans, just in general, having showcasing his pride and love of his home. Um, And in my brief communications with him, um, he just tells me two things. Please do not stop calling for a ceasefire and I just want to go home. And I'm just going to read one of his most recent posts from November 22nd. Um, He's been displaced from his home because of um, Israel's bombardment. So these are his words. Many ask me if we're okay after 46 days of the ongoing war. Look at the following picture to find out if we're okay or not. Our homes have been destroyed, hospitals, mosques, churches, and schools have not been spared from the bombings and destructions. Many memories have been buried beneath the rubble. Every day we lose close friends and relatives. Every day hundreds of children and women are among the casualties. I can't understand how many more must be killed before a call for a ceasefire is heard. We walk long distances and wait for over five hours to get water, and I don't mean drinkable water, but what's but that's what's available we have been living without electricity and fuel for over 40 days even the communication network is destroyed many relatives and friends we don't know if they're alive or not because we lost contact with them so i'll end there but those are joe jayab's words
0: yusuf Said El Din, go ahead Yusuf, you can hear me. It's your turn to speak.
18: Hello.
40: Can you hear me?
0: We can. Go ahead.
40: Uh, Hello, I'm a Berkeley student and I urge you to pass a ceasefire resolution. Thank you.
0: Enxian or Enxian, go ahead. Hi, my
57: name is Ensian Pastel. I'm of Jewish and European descent and I'm a teacher at a Berkeley preschool. I wanna thank the rent board for putting forward this ceasefire resolution and I hope it will pass unanimously. I've been moved and inspired by many of the speeches tonight and I hope as you pass this resolution in our current political climate and against a dominant media narrative telling us that violence creates safety and that anti-Zionism equals anti-Semitism, that you feel held by your community in your stance on the side of peace and justice. I hope this resolution will inspire others to act for what is right until all Palestinians are safe and free. Thank you. I yield the rest of my time.
0: Sam, go ahead. Hi, can you hear me? We can.
11: Uh, thank you, rent board for all of you being there today um, and generally thank you for all the work you've done. I've uh, been a Berkeley tenant for 10 plus years and I live in a rent control department, so I definitely benefit from all your work. Um, it would be great if a Berkeley rent board resolution could create peace in the Middle East or divest our tax dollars, but unfortunately can't. So I would Just as it would be improper for the State Department to get involved in Berkeley Rent Board, I don't think the Berkeley Rent Board should be taking their time on this issue and should focus on the things that we need here, like affordable housing, housing the homeless, expanding rent control. Um, I'll yield the rest of my time so that you can focus on those issues, and hopefully future meetings will focus on those issues. Thank you.
0: shot? go ahead. Um, Hi,
58: I've lived in Berkeley for 19 years ever since my parents first came to this country. I am also the grandchild of genocide survivors from Bangladesh. We moved here because we know Berkeley to be a beacon of progressive values where post 9-11 our Muslim faith wouldn't make us targets. I am so proud that that same city, my home, has today decided to stand against injustice alongside Oakland, Richmond, Detroit, Providence, and many other cities across the U.S. that have called for a ceasefire. According to the U.N., civilians in Gaza right now face the immediate possibility of starving to death because of a lack of food, water, and fuel. The amount of food Food Israel has allowed into Gaza only meets 7% of the population's daily minimum caloric needs. Gazans now have access to only 13 liters of water when the World Health Organization recommends 7 to 20 liters. Israel has dropped more than 25,000 tons of explosives on the Gaza Strip since October 7th, the equivalent of two nuclear bombs. Israel has also unleashed chemical warfare indiscriminately on Palestinian civilians, including white phosphorus bombs, which is illegal according to international law. White phosphorus reacts with air, which means even when children are treated for their burns, after bandages are removed, the phosphorus on their skin reacts with the air again and again and again until only bones are left. Regardless of who you are, this should speak for itself. There shouldn't be a question here. Everyone deserves the right to life, to safety, and to freedom. There shouldn't be a double standard for Palestinians. To not speak up against what is happening is to have blood on our hands, especially as the U.S. is the largest manufacturer of Israeli weapons. Our own tax dollars are funding this. To stand on the right side of history, please pass the resolution. Thank you.
0: Anon, go ahead. Anon, if you can hear me, go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna skip over that. Anon, can you hear me? Hmm. I'm trying. Interesting. All right. I keep doing that. Nope, still there. Okay. Um, The person listed is A, just the, the letter A, he, him, go ahead.
59: Uh, can folks hear me yes great um thank you all for the opportunity to speak today i'm a proud berkeley resident and a proud uc berkeley um alum. um i'm also a housing advocate um i urge the rent board to unanimously pass um today's ceasefire resolution um this should not be a controversial issue at all um i would also like to thank The rent board for upholding democracy in Berkeley for actually hearing this resolution today, as opposed to the actions that we've seen the city council um, um, have done um, in past city council meetings. Um, This resolution builds on the legacy of Berkeley um, as the first city in the US to divest from apartheid South Africa. There is a president of Berkeley standing um, and weighing in on international affairs, just um, to be on the right side of history and to stand for racial justice. Um, I want to note that you can't be anti-racist without being anti-imperialist and anti-colonial. That that just can't that just can't be. And this issue is colonial, despite what del- del- delusional Zionists have said. I would like to quote um, Theodore Herzl, the founder of political Zionism, who wrote to Cecil Rhodes. The Minister of Colonies for Great Britain. You are being invited to help make history. It doesn't involve Africa, but a piece of Asia Minor, not Englishmen but Jews. How then do I happen to turn to you since this is an out-of-the-way matter for you? How indeed? Because it is something colonial. Um and to the to the Zionist that said there was a ceasefire on October 6, you are delusional. Israel has had. Gaza under siege for over 15 years the only way you can interpret that as a ceasefire is if you dehumanize Palestinians and in doing so you dehumanize yourself again ceasefire should not be controversial I hope divestment is next thank you
0: um Anon I'm going to give you another chance to speak go ahead Nope, not working. Okay. Uh, Karen V, go ahead.
60: Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, thank you. Um, As an Armenian American who is a descendant of genocide survivors who were expelled from their ancestral lands, seeing the videos of Palestinian civilians being forced on a death march out of their historic homeland is an affront to humanity, an affront to housing justice, and an affront to the values that the city of Berkeley claims to espouse. We have to use our words clearly the described humanitarian humanitarian corridor is a death march the evacuation is forced displacement and the israeli expanding offensive is a genocide the calls from israeli leaders to resettle palestinians in gaza to other countries is a call to strip palestinians of their right under international law to return to their homes in the historic in historic palestine modern day israel there are now 1.8 million palestinians displayed in gaza According to Al Jazeera, there are over 300,000 completely destroyed or partially destroyed housing units. The UN Special Report on the Right to Adequate Housing has used the term "domicide" to refer to the systemic or widespread attacks on housing and civilian infrastructure, rendering an entire city like Gaza City uninhabitable for civilians as "domicide" and this is a crime against humanity. This is not confined to Gaza City or the Gaza Strip. As I speak, Armenians in Jerusalem, uh, in Jerusalem's historic Armenian quarter, are being threatened, harassed, and expelled by armed Israeli settlers, supported by Israeli police. As I speak, armed Israeli settlers continue to systematically drive out Palestinian communities and villages in the West Bank as they have for decades. Housing justice in the city of Berkeley is linked to housing justice in occupied Palestine. The US-funded Israeli genocide in Palestine is modeling new ways that technology, international, political inaction, systemic racism, and settler colonialism are depriving human beings of their homes. The Berkeley Rent Board must clearly state their support for a ceasefire or their silence will be understood as a support as support for domicide. They must state their support for a ceasefire, or their silence will be understood as, as support for racialized dispossession of land, displacement from home, and exclusion from access to safety and stability in the form of housing. Silence is not an option. Thank you. Thank you. Aishi,
0: go ahead. Hi,
33: can
43: you hear me? Yes. Hi, I'm a researcher at Cal and I just wanted to thank you today at the Rent Board for organizing this special meeting. Um, And I really urge you to pass this ceasefire resolution as have all the surrounding communities have already done so in the East Bay. Um, As Asian Americans, we've come and fled and are displaced from homelands that have been occupied, colonized, brutalized, and have had led movements for liberation and are still struggling under Western imperialism. Um, Just as today as we are witnessing Palestinian people who are Western Asians, by the way, um, uh, Palestinian people, families, homes, hospitals being bombed continuously, and they're still resilient and grounded and brave. Each one of us has a stake in speaking out against the Israeli occupation that's been fueling this long, never ending cycle of violence against the people in Palestine, and I implore you implore you to stand with your communities in Berkeley. Um, please pass this ceasefire resolution
0: unanimously. Thank you. Thank you. Nabiha, go ahead. Nabiha.
56: Hi, can you hear me? Yes,
0: we can. can hear you.
56: Okay, awesome. Hi, I'm a student at UC Berkeley, and I want to thank you for adopting and agendizing this resolution, setting an example for the Berkeley City Council that refuses to listen to the demands of their constituents time and time again. I wanted to say that I support the ceasefire resolution and urge you to unanimously vote yes on this resolution. For everyone saying that this quote unquote is an issue that is not relevant to us have the privilege of not being affected by the genocide and carpet bombing happening in Gaza right now. There are children here, students here, Berkeley residents here, whose family members have been murdered. So many of my Palestinian friends have lost their family members, so many of them just babies. We need to stand on the right side of history. And again, I urge you all to unanimously support the ceasefire resolution. Thank you, I yield my time.
61: Thank you.
0: <clears throat> Faye, go ahead. Hi. hi.
44: Sorry, hi, I'm the uh Arefa, and I'm a Berkeley resident and taxpayer. Um, thank you for <laughs> sorry, sorry, thank you for allowing me the opportunity. I'm so sorry. The echo is really throwing me off. Um, thank you for allowing me the opportunity to to speak. I want to express that we cannot pat ourselves on the back for our activism and um land acknowledgments and in the same breath allowed the genocide in Palestine to continue listen to the jewish voices that have spoken today anti-zionism is not anti-semitism listen to the palestinian voices that are begging for us to humanize them their struggle and their resistance for these reasons i strongly support the ceasefire resolution and i urge you to do so as
0: well thank you so much thank you Randa, go ahead. Randa or Randa, go ahead.
28: Yes, hi. Can you
0: hear me? Uh, just barely. Can you speak up a little
28: bit? Yes, I'm Randa, and ahead. I just want to respond to Zionist lies about Hamas breaking the ceasefire. There are many documents that indicate that Israel knew that Hamas is not interested in attacking Israel, and they haven't done so for many years. And that is why Israel ignored the warnings about Hamas' plan to attack. Meanwhile, Israel kept killing Palestinians demolishing their homes, stealing their land, displacing them with criminal settlers who daily terrorize Palestinians. The October 7th attack was a response to all these atrocities. This attack was specifically planned against the soldiers who suppress and imprison people in Gaza. However, as many reports by Israelis who survived the attack revealed, it is Israel that hell bombed them and killed many of the 1,200 Israeli citizens that Israel claims that Hamas killed. It is the Israelis who burned them and destroyed their homes in ways that Hamas couldn't destroy these homes. Hamas couldn't do that, they didn't have the arms that can burn homes to that level. So Israel is constantly lying about what happened in October 7th, stop the lies about the rape and the beheading of the babies, even after Israel retracted these lies. And we still have Zionists here claiming that there are rapes and beheadings, How far can you go? Whenever Palestinians struggle to regain back their stolen lands, Zionists freak out and call them terrorists. But if Zionists check their humanity, they should be ashamed of themselves and pack up and leave Palestine because...
1: Sorry, thank you.
0: Rima, Corey, go ahead. Rima, can you hear us?
25: Yes, can you hear me? Yes. Thank you so, so very much for allowing me to speak up because as a Palestinian, I never had the opportunity to be vocal, and I feel we've been under siege since My family, my parents were chased out of their homes. I remember that very clearly from my parents. And as a result, we had to go live with my grandparents' house in the old city of Jerusalem. At this time, I cannot go as a Palestinian and live in the house that is in Palestine, in the old city, because I'm not allowed. I can hear my Jewish friends saying, oh, my nieces just got married and they're gonna go live in Palestine, but I can't. And you know how much this hurts? This hurts a lot because I can't go as, as I can go as an American because I have the American passport and stay there for maybe two weeks or so and then I have to come back here. Well, this is a lot to be said, but I just want to tell my Jewish and my Zionists, they're not my friends, my Jews, the Jews are my friends. They are, I'm I'm Semitic and they, sometimes I had friends call me anti-Semitic. It's like, how could I be anti-Semite when I'm Semitic myself? So that is a false reality. Um... I have so much on my heart. I, I have been here for over 50 years. And I I don't want to go back there because I understand the cruelty of Zionism. And I understand also that, that the reason that we had all this
1: your time attack
25: is- over Gaza Sorry. is because... Ma'am,
1: your, your time is up.
0: Daisy, go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes.
21: I'm a current Bay Air resident and UC Berkeley student and thank you for letting me speak. I'm here to speak in strong support for ceasefire resolution. I'm solidarity with the people of Palestine who for decades have been subjected to and resisted to Israeli occupation, apartheid and settler colonial violence. I am with the people of Palestine who for decades who sorry we are outraged at the continued collective punishment of the Palestinian people by the state of Israel and join the local and global call to demand an immediate ceasefire. Humanitarian aid, food, water, and power, and residents safely returned to Gaza, an end to Israel's unlawful occupation of Gaza and the West Bank and a focus on sustainable policy solutions that centers Palestinian self-determination. I urge you to pass this resolution because if you don't, then you're assigned with a terrorist country and you will have blood on your hands. Please make the smart and the right choice by passing this resolution and be on the right side of history before it's too late. Free Palestine.
0: Geraldine, go ahead.
41: Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Hi, um, I just wanted to join the other people um, asking the rent board to adopt the statement of support. Um, I've heard a lot of people asking why this matters for people in Berkeley and why we aren't focusing on issues like homelessness here in our city. Um, And I just want to say that every meaningful movement for freedom and liberation has had international solidarity as part of it. And people who claim not to understand that are being intentionally, you know, they're not telling the truth. Um, People in Ireland have been flying flags in solidarity with Palestine since these struggles began. Um, Berkeley is really tied up with Israel. Um, We know that Berkeley police have historically been trained by the same people who train the Israeli military in some cases. So when we say that these aren't the same struggles, we're lying to ourselves. Um, The rent board saying something matters because all of us saying something matters. Um, There are countless houses in Berkeley with Ukrainian flags posted outside them and I fail to see how It's not acceptable for us to express solidarity with the Palestinian people in this case. So I just want to thank the RENT Board for their bravery. I want to especially thank all the teachers who are coming on here and speaking in support of Palestine. I know that's a very scary thing to do right now in a lot of schools in the Bay Area. Um, And I just applaud you all for your bravery, and I hope you'll pass this measure. Thank you.
0: Melena, Leon go ahead. okay. Oh, can, can you hear me? Yes go ahead.
45: Hi thank you so much for letting me speak today. I really appreciate that the rent board is taking this resolution on. It's a pity that the council will not listen to their constituents. I'm a resident of Berkeley. I've been protected by the rent boards. Um, Policies, and I appreciate the work that you guys do. I do see a lot of connections between this resolution and what's happening over there. For starters, what we mentioned—you know, just producing affordable housing, getting everybody housed here—takes a lot of funding. We're using all of that money to fund a war somewhere else, where kids are being killed, where people are being displaced, and housing is being removed from people. It should not be controversial, and we should not be saying that it's really proud to come here and say that we are tired of seeing babies come out in pieces, of parents finding their babies at hospitals in pieces, of kids missing limbs, of mothers crying unconsolably, of entire families being erased. That should not be controversial at all. It should not be something that requires bravery to call out. It should just be a fact, and it should not be up for discussion. The death of humans is not up for discussion. And, you know, I know we all want safety. We all want uh, self-determination, and we all want liberation. And that will never happen at the cost of somebody else's safety, somebody else's self-determination, and somebody else's humanity. It just will not happen. Violence begets violence. And there is no way peace will be acquired this way. There is no way this is going to resolve this. If anything, it's 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 just going to exacerbate the issue. And like somebody said, it requires a lot of international pressure to get this thing stopped. Look at apartheid in South Africa. It will it it will not come from within. Right. It will require international.
62: Jay Slattery, go ahead hello hi um to our brave brave leaders of the berkeley rent board xavier sully the great moms for housing dominique the great leah simon weisberg i just want to say that i saw a cool documentary called berkeley in the 60s about the free speech movement and it made me realize that you're do what you're doing here is leading a free speech movement f- where American citizens of this country feel free to speak. Um, And it's important movement because around the country, people don't feel free to speak. People have self-censored themselves. They feel afraid to speak. Um, And we know our city council, they're afraid to speak. And their fear and self-censorship and silence makes so many complicit uh, in what's happening. Um, What you on the rent board realize, though, is that while while you're speaking up, showing that you're not afraid uh, in doing that, others feel feel free to speak up. And so uh, you're kind of the leaders of the new Berkeley free speech movement 2023. Um, And if somebody else is killing people, we can call that genocide. But if elected officials in this country are sending money to that same military that is killing people, they're complicit in murder. You have spoken up, you have given so many people hope, and I hope that leads to more free speech around these issues. Uh, I'll just lastly say, uh, viva, viva, Palestina.
0: <clears throat> A.M., go ahead. Yeah, um
7: First of all, I really want to thank you um, for doing this and being the the advocates we needed to speak for this. Um, it's disheartening that we live in a society where freedom of speech is being impended and where we can't even say free Palestine and that we have to even act like we can't defend human rights and that it's a religious issue. Um, it's really appalling that we're even reducing a, hu- a human a humanitarian right. Uh, issue that's been cited by multiple organizations and the 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 Geneva conventions have even have even stated um this is an apartheid state we have factual statements we have factual numbers of the death tolls it um it's just it, it's so outrageous that i even have to have this conversation quite frankly because we should all be on board with the same ideas but because we are in a state of imperialism, let's be real, we are in a state of a a culture that has a history of being colonialism. We have these histories and I just want us to be on the forefront of being honest and pushing the fact that we need to make a stance we need to move forward as a society and we need to focus on the fact that we are literally funding a genocide with tax dollars that can go to our own people to remove homelessness off the street, to feed children that need to be taken care of, um, to go for daycares. We have so many issues within our own society but the audacity that we have to fund another country's war to destroy Families and generation generations, the whole family lineage is just being wiped out is it's just so appalling and I really want to applaud you for starting this and being on board with this and hopefully we can get it further, because I was at that Councilman meeting and I just saw ridiculousness, I'll be be frank with you, thank you.
0: Benjamin Zank go ahead. Benjamin.
63: Hi, yeah, uh, sorry about that. My name's uh, Benjamin Zank. I'm a member of the East Bay Democratic Socialists of America, and uh, I'm also a, a Jewish member of this community whose grandparents uh, survived the Holocaust. So just want to you know, say that this is a very personal issue for me um, and really appreciate uh, our Jewish members on the rent board and our DSA endorsed members on the rent board for putting this resolution forward. Um, What's happening in Israel, what's happening supposedly in the name of the Jewish people in terms of the horrors in Gaza is completely unacceptable and absolutely horrific and I appreciate uh, our members for putting this resolution forward and passing it today. And I hope that uh, we then take this to the Berkeley City Council and do the same and take it up to our state legislature and do the same there and then to our federal Congress. So, um, you know, this is just the beginning of this organizing work. Look forward to being in this struggle with all of you and uh, looking forward to this resolution passing, thank you.
0: Jonah
64: Gottlieb, go ahead. Hi, all. My name is Jonah Gottlieb. I'm a member of Cal YDSA and East Bay DSA, and I'm a Berkeley student. I was also the campaign manager for the right to housing slate for Berkeley rent board, um, which elected four of you uh, last November. And I have to say, I have never been more proud of the work I did to put you on the rent board um, than than I am tonight. This is courageous. This is bold. This is exactly what we need from elected officials and from the organizers that we send into office. Um, As a proud anti-Zionist Jew, um, I am so happy that I have so many role models uh, in elected office uh, on this board who, like me, are refusing to let these atrocities be committed in our name. There's been a lot of talk about how this resolution is divisive and Berkeley can't pass anything because it will somehow tear us apart. It is divisive. It is, for some god-awful reason, controversial to oppose genocide and ethnic cleansing, and that is a shame and a stand on our community, and I applaud you for being bold enough to stand up. It was also divisive when the city of Berkeley voted to condemn South African apartheid. It was also divisive when people like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X stood up and boldly fought for justice. History has always been made, progressive change has always been made by people who are willing to be divisive and take risks and speak proudly and truly for what they believe in. And I want it to be made very clear that any abstentions will be seen as picking a side and choosing to stand with those committing ethnic cleansing. I'm so proud of you all. Thank you so much for your leadership and we're gonna pass this. Thank you.
1: Right, thank you. Um, With that is now we're closing uh, public comment um, I wanna thank everyone for um, speaking and also keeping um a positive Berkeleyan uh environment. Sim- well, I'm trying to avoid saying that because, uh environment and, and speaking your truth and um, doing it together as a community. Um we are now just to kind of give folks heads up on what's happening on the schedule. We are gonna now move to um, a special special presentation on the nexus between the board's work and the conflicts in Gaza. And then we will move to action items. Um, there are three, um, one is has to do with a contract, um, The and then the other two are, are resolutions that I think most folks have come for. Um, if I can have our two speakers, uh, uh, Hannah Nasser and uh, Reem Assad, if you both can come. Uh, I see there's only one chair. That's fine. Um, you know, I think that, you know, one of the concerning aspects of uh, what we're facing right now is the the enormous amount of silencing that has happened and particularly seeing, I mean, first off, what I think many Palestinians have felt, you know, for the last 75 years in the United States Um, But I think that there has been a very incredible effectiveness of keeping people afraid that they will, um, if they speak up, that they will lose their opportunities. Um, I I was involved in Palestinian solidarity work in college, and I was told to take it off my resume so I could get jobs. So, And that was, I'm 52 now. Um, I think that, and that is as a Jewish person, I mean, and who who clearly has white privilege, um i think that it is unacceptable that people are having that fear to still today and that is that fear and that those of us like myself who remained silent and just looked the other way and were able to use their privilege and could hide the work that they had done in the past so i you know i am sorry that i had been silent for these years um anyway i you know i think it's yes, this is the the town where free speech um, got its name. And I think it's important to remember the context of that free speech, that um, students from Cal went and provided support in protesting that the MacArthur trials you know that had been in Washington, were trying to come to San Francisco and they protested and got arrested. And then they came back to the campus and were, got involved in civil rights and the campus didn't like it when they were, I guess as people talked about as taking it outside of the, the sandbox. And so I, I think it's really important that people, whether it's on the campus or in their communities are able to speak out and do it um, safely. And so I wanna make sure um, that our student organizations um, have the space to speak. Um, And so we have invited uh, two of the organizations from campus um, to talk to us about the intersection between um, housing and the housing issues and um, Gaza. So if you wanna introduce yourself and your organization,
65: please go ahead. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. Hi, I am Rima Saad. I am the president of Palestinian Public Health at UC Berkeley. Um, I know that we have all been here for a long time and that we have heard many speak, but I ask you all to recenter your focus and to truly hear the words that I'm going to say. Ladies and gentlemen of the Berkeley City Council Rent Board, I address you today not only as a concerned citizen and student of UC Berkeley, but as a descendant of of a history deeply scarred by displacement and ongoing strife. My story intertwines with the Palestinian diaspora, a tale of enduring pain that traces back to the Nakba in 1948. This was not just a date in the history books. It was the day my family, like millions of other Palestinians, faced brutal expulsion from their homes. My grandfather was born in Neafa, now known as Tel Aviv, on May 12, 1948, just three days before this catastrophe. His mother, enduring the trauma of childbirth, was forced to flee with her newborn, a vivid illustration of the public health crises that began then and persist to this day. The struggles faced by my family are not relics of the past, but harsh realities that continue in Gaza. Women there, like my great-grandmother decades ago, endure childbirth under unimaginable conditions. They face the terror of giving birth often by C-section without anesthesia, electricity, or gas due to Israel's blockade. There are an estimated 50,000 pregnant women in Gaza with more than 180 giving birth every day. 50% of them are likely to experience pregnancy or birth-related complications and need additional medical care. There is an anticipated rise in maternal death due to the insufficient health care. The brain and the body are connected, and we are seeing the result of Israel's psychological warfare taking a toll on the woman's body, leading to Quants consequences in reproductive health, leading to stress-induced miscarriages, stillbirths, and premature babies. We saw 39 premature babies removed from incubators because they weren't given oxygen after the generators stopped working, leading to the death of eight babies and 31 premature babies in critical care. Before they are even born, Palestinians in Gaza are fighting for their survival, and in just a few days on this planet, these innocent babies feel the dehumanization and inequality of being Palestinian, foreshadowing a life marked by adversity and trauma, if nothing is done to end this. This is not only a violation of human rights, but a direct assault on their dignity and well-being. The current public health crisis in Gaza is a direct outcome of this prolonged military occupation of Palestine and the theft of land. With more than 26 out of the 35 hospitals rendered non-functional, the healthcare system has collapsed. This situation is a blatant violation of international humanitarian law, with multiple war crimes being committed by the state of Israel. Hospitals have special protections under international humanitarian law. It is illegal in nearly all circumstances to attack hospitals, ambulances, or other medical facilities, or to interfere with their ability to provide care to the wounded and sick. Why is it that Israel's regime is getting away with this blatant war crime as well as a myriad of others? Why are we watching and not taking action? Where is the outrage? Do these laws exist as symbolism or do they hold power? We are seeing Israel's impunity over the law and their unaccountable actions make us worry for all of humanity. 1948 was not the start or the end of the Nakba for Palestinians. Every day is the Nakba as Israel continues to creep in day by day, allowing settlers to steal the homes of Palestinian people and subjecting them to violence and subhuman status. My family's history is a testament to the ongoing displacement and suffering. If my grandfather had not left during the 1967 Al-Naksa, where Israel absorbed the whole of historical Palestine and expelled another 300,000 Palestinians from their homes, I might be sharing their dire circumstances in Gaza today. In the past 58 days alone, over 20,000 lives have been lost and 2 million people displaced, a catastrophic consequence of this genocide. The lack of housing and adequate shelter has led to widespread health issues, including rampant viral infections imagine being homeless and impoverished in the middle of bombardment and war where you don't have access to food face dehydration inhale toxic fumes from particulate matter and white phosphorus no electricity your hospitals are bombed the place you seek refuge like refugee camps jabalia is a target you are facing high levels of psychological trauma and stress the homes and shelters are overcrowded Gaza has become a breeding ground for disease We are seeing exacerbated health consequences of homelessness under Israeli occupation. If they don't die from bombardment, they will die from disease. The International Committee of the Red Cross holds that the establishment of Israeli settlements violates the 4th Geneva Convention. The ICRC also holds that the displacement of Palestinians that occurs due to settlements also violates Article 49 of the 4th Geneva Convention. This brings me to the role of the Berkeley Rent Board. As advocates for housing rights, your stance on this issue can make a profound difference. By adopting a ceasefire resolution, you can champion the cause of countless civilians in Gaza who are desperately in need of advocacy and support. In closing, I urge you to consider the fate of my uncle's family, now crammed into a single house as he and his two sisters' houses have been destroyed in the bombardment. Sixty lives hanging in the balance. Their situation is not unique in Gaza. The escalation after the so-called humanitarian pause has led to thousands dead in the last few days and could result in the unimaginable loss of my own family members. We must act now. As members of an informed and compassionate community, it is our moral duty to stand against such injustices and advocate for the rights and safety of all people. I implore you, members of the Berkeley City Council Rent Board, to take a stand, adopt a ceasefire resolution, stand with the civilians of Gaza, stand for humanity. Thank you so much.
1: And um, can you just remind us what organization you're here with?
66: Yes. Um, can you guys hear me good? Is it should I go higher? Okay. Hopefully now. Okay, hello board. My name is Henna, and I'm a representative of UC Berkeley's Bears for Palestine. And I thank you guys dearly for your attention and for generously giving us two minutes each, which feels like princess treatment compared to the last time I was in this room. Um, and on that note, I would just like to say that at the last meeting, um, I spoke right there and I shared how I've lost nine members of my family in Gaza who were in their apartment when Israel brought down the entire residential complex without warning. Among the dead of my family members was a three-month-old baby girl named Farah and a two-year-old boy named Abdullah. I asked the mayor of Berkeley that day, how many more Palestinians need to be massacred before he feels compelled to pass a ceasefire resolution? However, only a few speakers after me, Mayor Jesse and other board members, stopped accepting public comments related to Palestine and only a few seconds after that, decided to get up and have the council meeting from their office. From this, I've deduced Mayor Jesse's answer to my question of how many more need to die before he acts. The harsh answer to this question is all of us because he does not care and evidently does not even see our genocide worthy of being on the agenda. So I thank the Ram board members for seeing our humanity and for recognizing how all of our struggles are interconnected. Today is the 59th day of the Gaza genocide and latest reports say that that uh, 21,000 Palestinians have been murdered 70% 70% being women and children. 80% of Gaza, 80% of Gaza's 1.2 million population is internally displaced. And just to put Gaza's size into perspective, it's smaller than San Francisco. Our dear board, in articulating this to you, I hope it conveys the urgency of the situation and why we need a permanent ceasefire resolution passed today. Gazans are searching for shelter. Sorry, hold on. This is actually... Forgive me, it's a little bit outdated. Gazans are searching for shelter, food, fuel, and clean water, which seems as rare as searching for gold. The people of Gaza right now are searching, are living on one slice of bread a day average. There's quite literally no food left in Gaza, and Israel is not allowing for the importation of anything into Gaza. In regards to the forcibly displaced Palestinians, as the cold winter takes over, Gazans have nothing to nothing to keep cover or keep warm. Palestinians in Gaza are not only fighting for survival against Israeli U.S. funded airstrikes and ground warfare, but if they survive that, they are faced with the imminent threat of starvation and illness that comes with their displacement. The collective punishment being inflicted against the people of Gaza right now is a war crime. To put it simply, Gaza has been pushed, to, pushed into a public health crisis. According to the World Health Organization, as the winter rain sets in on Gaza's territories, the risk of waterborne illness and disease spreading is inevitable. Hepatitis A outbreaks have already begun amongst Gaza's unhoused and forcibly displaced uh, population as they sleep in flimsy tents on dirt roads. The same way our honorable board recognizes and advocates for the housing security of people in the Bay, I hope you can extend this humanity to our brothers and sisters in Gaza who have faced displacement for the past 75 years. We need the international pressure of calls for a ceasefire. This resolution will not go in vain. Your community at Berkeley urges you and supports you in passing this resolution. It helps recognize that Palestine is a racial and economic justice issue. Thank you for your humanity and for having us here today.
1: We um we need to take a short break for the captioner. It's going to be a short what is we usually do we're no longer on. Ah. Okay. We Okay, we're going to do 10 minutes, but I'm really keeping it at 10 minutes. So I think we what's that? Yeah, we'll be back at 9:05 and then we'll be going through the
6: action items. I'm sorry. <laughs>
16: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you Are you are you and yeah. what we not I that is going to be the the yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, like there's, there's,
1: All right, folks. We're gonna get started.
16: What is just I feel the oh my god.
1: All right. Um, So we are having a technical difficulty. You can't see yourself on the screen, but you can see. Um, It is broadcasting, and it is on Zoom. So I think we're good. Um. All right. So. Um, we are now going to move to action items. The first one is the recommendation to adopt Resolution 2329, authorizing the executive director to initiate a contract with Acro Service Corp not to exceed 15000 for a temporary staff person to assist with administrative tasks related to processing eviction notices. Um, if, Unless anyone has any questions for staff, I'd like to move us to a vote. We have take vote. I just need. To I mean, I'd like to it. have somebody make a motion. Somebody want to move? So moved. Thank you. Can I
0: get a second, please? Second. Thank you. That was Walker. Yes. Second.
61: Okay. Ready
0: for a vote? Nope. Yep. Uh, Adopting resolution twenty three twenty nine as written. Albert.
40: Aye. Elkstrand. Yes. Johnson. Yes.
0: Commissioner Kelly is absent. Marrero. Yes. Martinak? Yes. <clears throat> Mizell? Yes. Walker? Yes. Simon Weisberg? Yes. Motion carries 8001. Great.
1: Um we are now going to move to uh to the discussion around uh, recommendation to adopt resolution 2330 calling for an immediate ceasefire in Palestine and Israel. I'm going to now turn this over to the vice chair.
61: Thank you. Um before we get into discussion um the co-authors of the resolution and I are going to read read the resolution, um, just one amendment, which is um, in the whereas that begins, um, in the whereas it begins,
46: where is it, sorry, I've read it before.
61: Um, in the whereas it begins on November 24th, Israel and Hamas began its temporary ceasefire at the end of that just comma but that ceasefire has ended sorry could you
0: give me the page please yeah
61: on page uh on page page three
0: three can you just say that a bit more slowly again please
61: at the end of uh, entrance of some humanitarian aid comma but that ceasefire has since ended
32: that's it
0: so um could you read the new whereas clause yeah. as it will be with that amendment
61: whereas on november 24th israel hamas began a temporary ceasefire to allow for the exchange of some hostages and entrance of some humanitarian aid comma but that ceasefire has since ended that ceasefire um so why don't i'll start and then um D- dominique Sorry. and then okay. we'll just take turns with the where the clause Allowing landlord, oh, last wrong one. Um Here we go. <laughs> uh, calling for an immediate ceasefire and end to forced displacement in Palestine and Israel and honoring United Against Hate Week. Be it resolved by the Berkeley Rent Stabilization Board of the City of Berkeley as follows. Whereas November 12th to 18th was United Against Hate Week, an event started in Berkeley in 2017. And. Slow down. Whereas on
3: October 7th, Hamas launched an attack that killed approximately 12,000 people in southern Israel, including hundreds of civilians and took over 200 hostages and.
38: Whereas in the weeks since October 7th, over 14,000 Palestinians have been killed by Israeli armed forces in Gaza, amounting to one in 200 Gazans, the vast majority civilians. And
61: whereas. More than 6,100 of those killed in Gaza have been children, or one child killed every 10 minutes, according to the World Health Organization, leaving Save the Children to declare that in just three weeks, the number of children killed in Gaza surpassed the annual number of children killed in global conflict zones every year since 2019.
3: And? Whereas, in addition to the thousands dead, over 1.5 million Gazans face forced displacement and homelessness,
38: and? Whereas, As many as 200,000 Israelis have fled or evacuated towns bordering Gaza and Lebanon, and
61: Whereas, Israel has cut off electricity, water, food, medicine, and aid to Gaza, leading Oxfam to conclude Israel is using starvation as a weapon of war, and
3: Attacks by the Israeli army and settlers armed by the Israeli government against Palestinians in the West Bank have skyrocketed including the forcible depopulation of entire villages and
38: whereas the mass killing of civilians in Gaza, the restriction on water, food, medicine, fuel, and aid to Gaza, and the targeted violence and displacement of Palestinians in the West Bank amount to a clear and ongoing campaign of collective punishment by Israel against the Palestinian people a war crime wherein a group of people is punished for a crime committed by individual members of a group, and
61: whereas UN officials have said that the totality of the violence being committed in Israel, uh, in Gaza, and the discernibly genocidal and dehumanizing rhetoric coming from senior Israeli government officials points to a genocide in the making, and
3: whereas the conflict occurring today did not begin on October 7th, but rather is a continuation of the dispossession, oppression, occupation, and apartheid that the Palestinian people have been subject to by the state of Israel for decades. And
38: whereas the Gaza Strip, one of the most densely populated places on earth, has been repeatedly referred to by human rights groups as the world's largest open-air prison. Even prior to this conflict, due to ongoing unbearable living conditions imposed by the State of Israel, including a 16-year full-air, land, and sea blockade, the strict prohibition of Palestinians from leaving and entering the territory freely, and severe limitations on the availability of drinking water, electricity, and medicine, and...
61: Whereas on June 17, 2021, the Berkeley Rent Stabilization Board adopted Resolution 2112, becoming the first public elected body in the nation to recognize Israeli apartheid against Palestinians as as documented by myriad human rights groups and call for an end to American financial and political support, support for the dispossession and occupation of the Palestinian people and
3: whereas despite this ongoing oppression the united states has sent more than 130 billion in military aid to israel to date currently 3.8 billion annually with virtually no conditions or accountability and has increased the transfer of lethal aid during israel's assault on gaza and
38: whereas islamophobic Anti Semitic and anti Palestinian hate crimes have increased sharply in frequency since October 7th, including the violent assault on tenant Hanan Shaheen and the murder of her six year old son Wadea al Fayoume by their landlord in Chicago and
61: Whereas on November 12, 24th, Israel and Hamas began a temporary ceasefire to allow for the exchange of some hostages and entrance of some humanitarian aid, but that ceasefire has since ended. And
3: whereas truly uniting against hate requires us to combat hate both at home and abroad.
38: Now, therefore, be it resolved that the Berkeley Rent Stabilization Board honors United Against Hate Week and recognizes and upholds the dignity and equality of all people, regardless of religion, ethnicity, race, or heritage, and opposes racism, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, colonialism, and ethno-nationalism in all their forms. And
61: Be it further resolved that the Berkeley Rent Stabilization Board mourns the death of all civilians on October 7th and in the week since, Palestinian and Israeli, and opposes the forced displacement that has resulted from this conflict, And Be it further
3: resolved that the Berkeley Rent Board calls on all people to recognize that Hamas and the state of Israel are distinct from the Palestinian and Israeli people, and Muslim, Arab, and Jewish people across the globe, and that everyday Jews and Palestinians in the United States are not responsible for those actions of Hamas and the state of Israel, And
38: Be it further resolved that the Berkeley Rent Stabilization Board reiterates that discrimination in housing against tenants or applicants on the basis of race, religion, creed, heritage or national origin is illegal and will not be tolerated and that harassment, intimidation or violence against tenants or landlords on the basis of their identity or beliefs is reprehensible and illegal in the city of Berkeley and
61: Be it further resolved that the Berkeley Rent Stabilization Board welcomes the temporary ceasefire and limited exchange of hostages, but finds that it is entirely insufficient to restore peace and so calls for Berkeley's elected representatives to demand an immediate and permanent ceasefire and respect for international law, the unrestricted entry of humanitarian aid and emergency medical assistance into Gaza, the restoration of food, water, fuel and electricity to Gaza, The release of all hostages held by Hamas and Israel, including the thousands of Palestinians being indefinitely detained in Israeli prisons without trial, an end to all U.S. military aid to Israel, the development of a lasting peace that addresses the root cause of the current conflict, which lie in decades of institutionalized oppression, occupation, and apartheid. And
3: be it further resolved that the Berkeley Rent Stabilization Board endorses the ceasefire now resolution submitted by Representative Corey Bush and others and thanks our Congresswoman Barbara Lee for co-sponsoring the vital statement and
38: be it further resolved that the Berkeley Rent Stabilization Board stands in solidarity with the Palestinian people as they face the war crime of collective punishment and the looming threat of expulsion from Gaza, an act of ethnic cleansing. And
61: be it further resolved that a copy of this resolution be sent to Assemblymember Buffy Wicks, State Senator Nancy Skinner, Governor Gavin Newsom, Congresswoman Barbara Lee, Senators Lafonza Butler and Alex Padilla, President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. Thank you. Um, I'll just start us off. Um, As a Jewish American, I am immensely proud have written this resolution. And I want to also give credit to the American Friends Service Committee um, from which I took some of the text and also the uh, Alameda County Democratic Party, um, where I was a co-author of a resolution calling for a ceasefire, um, which also is some of the inspiration for this. Um, And that resolution from the Central Committee, the Democratic Party was itself based on uh, a resolution passed by the city of Cudahy in Southern California, which I believe is one of the first cities in the United States to call for a ceasefire. So it has been asked why do we need to do this? Well, in part, it's because the council has refused to. Um, I want to read a. <laughs> I want to read a statement that Hagi, uh, Hagai Matar, a Jewish Israeli journalist, tweeted today. Israelis have no idea how horrible things are in Gaza right now. Two point three million people in desperate situation seeking refuge in constantly shrinking safe zones that aren't really safe. We need a ceasefire now, and we need the international community to get it. We are the international community. There is not some other people, some other force that will come and make justice. We are each the people of the world. Some in our community have asserted that, quote, these resolutions will not end the violence abroad, but they do fan the flames of hatred here at home. I reject that framing. What fans the flames of hatred, what endangers me as an American Jew, is when the government of Israel commits crimes of against humanity in my name. I want to recognize the legitimate fear that has been expressed about anti-Semitism in our community. There are people in this country, white nationalists and neo-Nazis, who hate Jews and Palestinians both who are using this conflict to inflame racism, anti-Semitism, and Islamophobia. The response to their vitriol cannot be to stay silent, but instead to say with our whole voice that our love, our commitment to the sacred value of all lives, Jews, Palestinians, and all people, commands us to call for an end to this violence. I do not think that at the moment we vote to pass this resolution, the guns will stop firing and the bombs will stop falling. But I do think that each resolution, each call for an end to the violence, is one part of a growing surge that will genuinely challenge America's complicity in apartheid. And lastly, how could I not put this resolution forward? In the face of all this death that is funded with my taxes, is it not the bare minimum that I can do to say no? We cannot wait for genocide to be over all the blood spilled, and then say, oh, if only we could have done more. We must do what we can when we can still make a difference. Not in my name, never again. Thank you.
1: wants to go next not that that's a pretty hard thing to follow
38: i don't have any speech prepared and i'll probably melt down in tears as i've been all evening i myself am a survivor of attempted genocide and ethnic cleansing in croatia so i really deeply feel your pain and we only went through a fraction of what you're going through Uh, the the images i see on my phone are you all know it's unbearable as a human being as a mother it's unbearable and how could i not do whatever i can in my power to to speak out against this Uh, so i support I support this. I mean, I I co-sponsored this resolution because I, I believe that genocide cannot go uh, unpunished. And I feel that Netanyahu is tearing the very fabric of the world right now. That we've crossed a Rubicon. This is the moment when the American empire is, is going very quickly down a cliff. And if this is not stopped, uh, I really fear for humanity, for our world, for peace and security. This is not going to bring Israel security. In fact, it's going to make it a lot worse. So um, I know we are very small little rent board in little Berkeley, but we have to speak out thank you so much for coming tonight
3: i would like to thank everyone um that came out tonight and, and spoke truth to power um i kind of debated what i would say um and support and complete support and solidarity with the Palestinian people. Um, as, as a black woman who have been displaced and homeless with her babies, um, struggling to find a place to live, I feel this so deeply. And like I said last time, I can't call myself a revolutionary or somebody who stands for change. And when I have the opportunity to be in and, and stay silent, I will not be silent and this is the least we can do as elected officials especially in the city of berkeley with the history that we have here this resolution is the least we can do Um, it's going to take way more than this it's going to take us um i'm trying to hold this collective grief that i know that we are all feeling right now um but um i just want to encourage everybody here to keep fighting and know that our freedoms are linked to each other's. So I can't fight for black liberation if I'm not fighting for Palestinian liberation, thank you.
57: Wanna echo what my fellow commissioners have said so far. Um, I think for me, this conversation when I was younger, I really I didn't understand it. And I like I had no context for it. It wasn't something that I had like grown up around. And I didn't really um I didn't see what role it played in the work that I was doing or the life that I was living. And it wasn't until we really really sat with this resolution the first time. And I've mentioned this, some of you may have heard this before, but I mentioned this that like it really kind of opened my eyes to realize that it's broader than just the lens of race in America. That like this this concept of colonialization has deeply impacted um the globe in so many ways and it continues to play a role. And and I think that kind of like shifted my thinking on this entire issue and made me realize like, okay, we're we really have to be in community on these issues and we really have to. It's, it's a global advocacy for change that has to happen and there's so many facets to it and it changes so differently. And And I, I'm still learning every day for all the different instances that go on. But I think for me, um, when I'm supporting this, that's my kind of guidepost in my piece that really centers why I'm supporting it is, is it comes down to colonization and displacement.
67: Thank you. Um, I wanted to just thank the Jewish Voice for Peace, DSA, the Berkeley Tenants Union, our educators, our teachers from Oakland and Berkeley, ASU senators, renters, property owners, students, community, Palestine for Public Health. And if there's no one else, if I didn't name everybody, just know you're in my heart. One of the things that I posted immediately on Twitter um, when I heard that our Mayor Jesse Adakin, mentioned um, something related to, it it, it doesn't affect what happens abroad, is this statement. We know what people really stand for when they fail to stand up for the innocent children and women who are being killed every minute. Our voice as community leaders and thereby elected in the states matter and make a difference. I wanna share with you that the United States Human Rights Council, um, and I can share this text, talks about the rights of Palestinian people, questions and realizations of all um, countries around economic, social, and cultural right, adequate housing, freedom of religion and belief, the right for food, human rights, unilateral cohesive measures, right to work, rights for children, regional agreements to promote human rights, a denouncement of torture and other cruel, inhumane, degrading treatment or punishment. Um, And I mentioned the UN and their work because they have been a staunch leader in advocating and making sure that people across all nations understand this statement that the Chief Turk said, silence the guns and the return to dialogue and suffering inflicted on civilians is too much to bear. More violence is not the answer, it will bring neither peace nor security. And I'll leave you with this, in Lakish: Tú eres mi otro yo, you are my other me. Si te hago daño a ti, if I, har- if I do harm to you, me hago daño a mí mismo, I will do harm to myself. Si te amo y respeto, if I love and respect you, me amo el respeto mismo. I love and respect myself. This is from Luis Valdez. Thank you.
68: Yeah, I want to thank my colleagues who introduced and brought this resolution forward. I'd like to thank the community um, for their really unwavering energy and protest around this issue. It's ultimately what moves the meter in this city. If I've learned anything from five, six years in Berkeley is. Frankly, don't, don't look towards us to make change, to be honest. I I think you look for towards the people and I thank y'all so much for doing this and pushing this energy that we've seen change on local levels across the country, adopting resolutions, state levels. And I, I think we have a responsibility to join in, um, you know, I'd say, you know avoiding meandering too long um the sanctity of humanity uh should be a bedrock principle for us in the city and i believe it is um and e- even as we look at the resolution today we know the the death toll was outnumbered probably by thousands um that's just what's changed in the time since it was drafted that is the type of reality we are talking about and it has obviously brought up very strong feelings for folks across our community. I wanna acknowledge, of course, that antisemitism is one of the oldest forms of hate in the world, um, the realities of it are stark. And unfortunately, when things like this happen, it comes up and I really want to ensure that we have community members to feel that we are listening on that issue. I know that is a real issue. Um, but of course, the issues of Islamophobia the issues of just just seeing folks as indivisible (laughs) are very much in front of us as well. Um, You know, I as I said last meeting, there's no perfect comparison or contrast. I'm not a historian. I'm not a war crimes prosecutor. I'm not a lot of things, but what I am is someone who can make a small difference in this. And I think that is the task that's in front of all of us. And frankly, I hope it's in front of our colleagues who are here tomorrow. But what I'll do tonight it's definitely vote yes for this understanding that sanctity of human life of all people regardless of where you come from who you are that's the base of how i understand this country is supposed to be we know it isn't so i think it's uh, we should acknowledge that aspiration but make it real in this and say affirmatively that we denounce any practices that leave folks trapped in cycles of Frankly, violence, because I think a while you would say no food, no water, lack of housing, 15, 16 year blockade. Again, folks, these were facts long before this. Facts I was aware of. And frankly, I didn't speak up enough at that time. Well, I'm going to speak up today. So I think the folks who brought it, let's get this passed.
40: Well, uh, thank you all for coming out today, and I recognize this is a really emotional and complex issue, but, you know, at its core, you know, we all all want peace. Um, Based on the scope and authority of the rent board as enshrined in the city charter and the rent stabilization ordinance, this resolution is outside the purview of our jurisdiction. However, I encourage everyone in their individual capacity to advocate for what they believe in. Thank you. Matthew.
1: All right, so um, we're now, um, I will take uh, any motions.
61: Um, I'll move the adoption of the resolution with the amendment we had previously read into the record. I'll
9: second
0: it. Ready for, um, we'll take a Roll uh, roll call vote. Okay. So this is to adopt resolution twenty-three thirty as amended this evening. Albert, aye. Elkstrand, no. Johnson, aye. Kelly is absent. Marrero, yes. Martinac, yes. Mizell, yes. Walker, yes. Simon Weisberg, yes. Motion carries seven zero. Sorry, excuse me, seven one zero
62: one.
0: The resolution passes. Correct.
16: please you You
1: don't so this is going to seem a little anticlimactic, but we have one more motion. We have one more resolution and the resolution um, has to do with a kind of a special exemption we make um, when if people want to house uh, people who are suffering that are have become refugees. Um, so it's it's someone related. Um, Commissioner Elson, did you want to? Oh, okay, yeah. Commissioner Johnson, if you want to read it, it's not as um, thir- it's not as long as, uh, the previous one.
57: All right. Do I need to read the title as well, or just the text itself?
1: But why don't you start with the title? Because I think folks don't know okay. what it is.
57: All right. Allowing landlords to invoke the provisions of Regulation Ten Seventeen to offer below market rate rental housing to refugees fleeing political unrest in Palestine, Israel. Myanmar and Ukraine without risk of suffering long term financial disadvantage. Be it resolved by the Rent Stabilization Board of the City of Berkeley as follows. Whereas on October 7th, Hamas launched an attack that killed approximately 1,200 people in southern Israel, including hundreds of civilians, and took over 200 hostages. And whereas in the weeks since October 7th, over 14,000 Palestinians have been killed by Israeli armed forces in Gaza, amounting to one and 200 Gazans, the vast majority civilians. And whereas In addition to the thousands dead, over 1.5 million Gazans face forced displacement and homelessness. And whereas as many as 200,000 Israelis have fled or evacuated towns bordering Gaza and Lebanon, and whereas Russia invaded Ukraine in February of 2022, resulting in the death of over 10,000 civilians and causing over 6 million to flee the country, an armed conflict continues in the region— And whereas, in totality, the violence in Palestine, Israel, Ukraine has caused millions of homeowners and tenants, refugees, to be displaced from their homes and regions, and whereas many of the refugees are still homeless or marginally housed and in need of temporary housing while their communities are rebuilt and or remain in a state of conflict, whereas in 2021, a military coup overthrew the democratic government of Myanmar, Burma, resulting in a civil war and the displacement of 1.95 million people. With a major offensive launched on October 27, 2023, threatening to collapse the junta and the creation of a political vacuum that will lead to more instability and displacement. And?
40: And I will take on from here. Uh, whereas the Board adopted Regulation 1017 in the wake of Hurricane Katrina in 2005 to allow landlords to rent to displaced national disaster victims at below-market rents without risk of suffering long-term financial disadvantage, And whereas the board amended Regulation 1017 on February uh, 22, 2016 to permit landlords to rent to refugees displaced by political unrest and be covered by the terms set forth therein. And whereas Regulation 1017 permits landlords to craft written rental agreements for disaster victims that provide a period of reduced rent and then raise the rent to market. And whereas Regulation 1017 provides the landlords must identify the temporary period of reduced rent and the amount of rent to which it will be increased, uh, should the tenants remain in the unit. And whereas Regulation 1017 allows tenants to terminate the rental agreements with at least 30 days notice. And whereas the board must invoke the provisions of Regulation 1017 for them to take effect. And whereas there is currently an um, identifiable need for short term below market rate housing to assist political refugees in the regions identified herein, And whereas the board has invoked the provisions of Regulation 1017 a number of times over the past several years under similar circumstances, and whereas Regulation 1017 is entirely voluntary and landlords may choose to offer temporary below market rate housing if they wish now therefore be it resolved that the city of berkeley rent stabilization board hereby invokes the provisions of regulation 1017 to allow landlords to rent to refugees fleeing political unrest in palestine israel ukraine myanmar at below market rates without risk of suffering long-term financial disadvantage and be it further resolved that the provisions of regulation 1017 shall remain in effect for six months and be it resolved that the city of berkeley rent stabilization Board may extend the invocation of regulation 1017 at the end of the six-month period and be it further resolved that the city of berkeley rent stabilization encourages landlords to rent to refugees at temporarily reduced rates as they have suffered greatly by the effects of these tragedies and many are still in search of homes
1: so why don't we go ahead and take a um would anyone like to move this resolution? I'll move it. Anyone on second? I'll second.
0: All
1: right. We'll call vote. Or we we can just do a voice
0: on this one. Did you want to remove the Xinjiang reference from the title? Yes. Okay. So adopting resolution 2331 with uh one modification removing Xinjiang from the title. Uh voice vote. All in favor, please say aye. Aye. Um, aye. Opposed? Abstentions? Uh carries eight zero zero one.
68: Okay.
0: And I'd like to now take
1: any motions to adjourn. i so moved. And I get a second.
68: Second.
0: Who who was the mover? <laughs> Vice chair. Uh voice vote. All in favor.
32: Yeah. Aye. Aye. Opposed. Aye. Abstentions? Okay. Meeting now adjourned. adjourned. <laughs> I think they want to take um for sure level. Yeah. People want to do a
16: picture.